Welcome back to Fly Casual. Yay! That's right. Tonight we are talking about the Muppets. You grew up with them. You love them. We love them. At least we'll find out if we do. But we're going to get into that on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! That's my worst Kermit ever. You're welcome. You're Yay! welcome. Hi ho, hi ho, Kermit the Frog here, reporting to you live from the Three Little Pigs house. See, right? that's better. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. hitting it. It's, it's you know it's been a while. I'm All rusty. Right, let's redo the intro. All right. Hi ho. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Hi ho, hi ho. You sound like the ripoff Kermit. <laughs> what the the Russian Kermit? Hi ho! No, the one that's part of the Muppets. The Muppets band. Oh right, yeah, the Muppets. Yeah, new stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Muppets. That's, that's the best oh. gag in that that whole movie. I'm having a hard time not hitting this video of the Muppets doing Bohemian Rhapsody. So. That's a pretty legit. That actually, we'll get into that later. But that was a part of kind of their resurgence that happened before the the, the newer, the second to last newest film that. Uh, no. But we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into that. We're going to put a little pepper on it, Derry. Put a little pepper on it. In the meantime, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Fly Casual, episode number 287. Two. Two. Two, two, eight, 282. Two. Remember, we skipped Whoa. like three months. <clears throat> we true. That's we did. a palindrome. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it is the palindrome of numbers. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. It's, 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 it's a, new, to a new palindrome. Every time. He's, so been, people know. he's been holding that. He's got a list close yeah. to his chest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It only works like every ten or so. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slacking there, Gary. Yeah. Works every time, though. Yeah, that's true. Every never, time. never, never, never fails, fails to land. Never <laughs> or crash. Never, never fails. Nope, yeah. never crash. <laughs> broken down Ford. Yep. Always, yeah. Welcome back to the. There. Welcome back to the re, the the, be, the every the time basement of horrors. Always there. Hor- horrors. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Horrors. Horrors. No. <laughs> Hor- horrors. I, I think Your mom ain't here. It was the house of oh. whores, and it was the house of whores. Uh, is that what we're doing tonight? Ah, uh, yeah, we're oh. all running out to the house of whores. <laughs> the house of the whores. Let's just do a Soprano style. Who was? Who was? I always, the first season, I kept thinking they were saying Hoovers. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I understand that. I could yeah. connect the dots, and then graphic, I realized they, okay. they weren't saying, yeah. But then it's they HBO, weren't saying they get away with that. They were saying Hoovers. But when you're hoovering, you're... Well, yeah, if you're Hoover and Schneef. Yeah. Man, I got two already. Two yeah. Litter Kennys out already. Yeah. We're, wow. We're starting already. Out strong. Very strong. We're starting out. It feels strong. That's 10 for a good buddy. Well, it's been, like I said, three <laughs> months since we've gotten together. So. I know. So it's like little little rust. <laughs> I shake the rust off. Really, he got sick and had... Um, he had the poops. He had the mumpets. Yeah, the COVID. Poops. I'm here. You can't claim I have a disease. <laughs> COVID diet. Well, you got, it. You got better. When I know, <laughs> 14 days. That's all it takes. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> they finally weaned him off the ventilator. Yeah, that's true. Right. But I just right. keep going back for more, man. I love hoovering up that ventilator. <laughs> Instead of us getting together and doing a podcast without him, we said, 
Uh, we're too busy. Yep. <laughs> I, I was too that everybody. We need to take a break. Hey, hey, <laughs> listeners! You found out at the same time I did that I'm the glue. Uh, I, uh, okay. uh, All right, we're uh, taking uh, a little too far now. You if guys, yeah, that's right. You guys are rubber. I'm glue. Garrick's the glue. I'm, no, I'm the rubber. But I, <laughs> the discarded <laughs> rubber. You bounce, yeah. you bounce <laughs> off of me, and it. You know who doesn't use rubbers? <laughs> Garrick's mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why? Why would she use a rubber? That's why, why they call. That's rubber. why they call Garrick she? the old Long Island whitefish. Oh yeah, because he's a rubber. What? <laughs> Floating in a river. Boy, they are landing tonight. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All of them <laughs> landing something. We're not out of practice fierce. at all. No, you know what it is. We didn't. We didn't take enough time. We we There's started not quickly. Enough lubrication yeah, here. We started. Okay, when we're talking about rubbers, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know like almost did a spin take there. Why, you, why are you questioning? <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't drink enough before we started. <sighs> That's very true. So out we're of rubber, rubber shots. Make an effort to get caught up. <laughs> I'm your proprietor of this basement that I have not been in in like three weeks <laughs> four weeks maybe Mr. Corey T. Wilson on my left is Michael J. Archbold that's right I am here once again risking my life going out in public just saying that's right maskless tonight <clears throat> I will I will also uh, no, that's all right we use we use some of that sweet Joe Rogan money to give you an instant verified uh COVID test on Ooh, the way in the door. instant verified yeah, in, it's like a five minutes it's I've heard like about these I know oh, wow. it's pretty awesome yeah they're yeah. like and they don't diabetes, have to touch your brain or testing anything. strips <laughs> diabetes the diabetes oh, testing trips. Yes. <laughs> too soon. Sorry, Damn it. I forgot. I know. Yeah. I know. Poor Wilfred. Yeah. Pour one out for Wilfred Brim Wilfred Brimley, who's been in his eighties for the last of 40 Star years. Wars fame. <laughs> of Star Wars fame. That of is correct. Star Wars fame. That's right. Mm-hmm. You get are your, correct. Get your holiday special references out while you may. You're right. Mm-hmm. The guy's in the Ewok movie. Oh, that's right. It yeah. was the Ewok movie. Oh, one of them. Yeah, was it? Was he the one that was cursing? Yes, he's the one that had. There's a. There's a supposedly. Yeah. The the urban legend that uh, there is an f bomb dropped in the middle of a. <laughs> yeah. A George Lucas film. Yeah. By Wilford Brimley. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Which, is, that's who you back, expect. I would have totally expected. There's an Ewok yeah. hanging himself from the tree. Too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he just falls. Yeah, right out of that and I love the close. fact. I love the fact that he was. They were like, "You got to take your glasses off. This is the Star Wars yeah. universe." He's like, "No." Right when he, <laughs> right when he, when he drops the f bomb, you can actually, if you look really closely through the French doors behind him, you right can see there. the ghost of the kid who used to live right in that. there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. It looked like it looked like a paper cutout, but no, it's yeah, the it looks ghost like of a paper cut cutout of Ted Danson <laughs> in a tuxedo that's like folded at the knee, but it's not actually a kid. Ghost of a kid. Wow. Yeah. Of the Ewok that died. That's right. That sacrificed his life. <laughs> to bring what happens if you play it backwards? Is it what does it do? Um it says it Paul play is, Rolling Stones. It says Paul is dead over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh and Paul, of course, as you all know, is is there anybody named Paul in know. all of Star Wars? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My oh, first role-playing ca- character name was Paul. My first name, character. <laughs> I'm in a character. He was a character? <laughs> he was super great. He was named Paul. P-A-L-L. His name was Paul. He didn't have the fourth, but he could do fourth-like stuff. Amalo. Dwipping yellow madness. 
Speaking of dripping yellow madness over there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Wow. Email. Email. <laughs> Here I come back from the dead. No, I, oh, holy crap. <laughs> the cheat is in the house. The cheat. The cheat is in Drunk the house. Speaking <laughs> of burnination <laughs> across the pond and down a few, Mr. Garrick Nache Hardy. I am indeed burninating the countryside mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whilst also burninating the villagers. The peasants. The peasants. The peasants. Burninating and the, the villagers. Peasants. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I remember watching Corey. Look at my arm. It's big and strong. Hero? Big beefy arm. <laughs> what does he do with that arm? You were playing that song on. Um, it's intimidate. One I intimidate you guitar with Guitar Hero Rock. Yeah. One of the Guitar Hero games. games. I believe you could download yeah, the. That looked download. insane to play. It was really hard. It wasn't easy. It, no, no, I was I was kind of mad because I wanted it to be a gimme. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having trouble enjoying this thing that I like. Do you this have DLCs super were the easy best. mode? Mm. Okay, let's see how you do it. Let's check your dragons. Okay. Okay. Strong mad, just keep doing your thing. Dagger! <laughs> <laughs> Man, we could do a whole Homestar episode. Really could oh, yeah. we'll have to for think the kids. About that. Yeah, you don't know what that is exactly because we. Hey, you can still watch them on the YouTube's front of the show. Andy says his kids of his his little girl who's like what like five has been like quoting the heck out of uh, Homestar Runner cartoons <laughs> lately. It's definitely an ugly. Board. While my kids are running <laughs> definitely around an ugly board. My kids are running around the house yelling headshot mm-hmm. from Fortnite. Yep, that's happening. Oh. You're a Fortnite, Fortnite house huh? now, huh? Apparently, thanks, Mackenzie. I'm sorry. Yeah, you need to get them into Overwatch. There you go. You have some non-trash teammates. Here's the problem. If you have five kids (laughs) and you play Overwatch every night, do you want your kids to get into Overwatch? I don't know. If they're good. If they're good. If they're a strong carry. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Daddy, what do we do? Well, the key is to only play from these tank characters (laughs) over here. Well, first of all, you have to stop being trash (laughs) and heal. Yeah. Yeah. Step one, get good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. But delete your account, honey. Yep. Boo yep. boo. Speaking of deleting accounts, it's time for what is on your docket. I deleted my Twitter account. Did you actually? I deleted the app. <laughs> <laughs> Does that Twitter. count? I'm on Twitter way less lately. I'm done. At least for now. I keep telling myself every day it's time to be done because every day I spend less time on Twitter because it is such a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's just like it's negativity from every, every angle. angle. Yep, about everything. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, maybe it's just time to walk away yeah. from it. It is at least for a while. That's yeah. why I deleted the app. I've been, I mean, but then again, I've been shy from social media too. I'll be the first to admit it. I've barely been on the Discord at all. Yeah, at all. Son like, of a bitch. I, I have I'm not trying. been. I'm, I've been on there a little bit. I, I posted a post. On, I, I made a Facebook post. You did. Yeah, that's right. I think I, I saw it. Yeah, some pictures. So there was a there was a gif out there on the Reddit's and the Imgur of uh, a dude trying to explain to a chick at Target who had co opted the rack that holds the baskets at Target. You know the little. And if you don't want a cart, you just want to carry around a shopping basket. They have this rack. It's like a, it's like it looks like a really thin barred hey, uh, hey, hey. dolly. It's not her rack. No, 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 no. Those no. are breasts. No, 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 no. No, that's not it. Oh, that's not okay. So, that's but the different. thing is, let's say there's only one basket left. Well, it, years ago, it was all over Imager for a while about this phenomenon where people phenomena. Do, 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 
where people would think that that instead of having a cart, Target has decided that you can have a basket, but if you're too sad to carry it, you just tilt this rack and drag it behind you uh, with the single basket. Yeah, and they think it's like a basket yeah, dolly. I know. And there, I have seen, like, there are tiny, there's tiny... There's no wheels on it, they just no, drag there's, it. There's tiny, 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 tiny little wheels uh, in the in the bar. And that makes sense, because if the thing was full of baskets, it would be a little heavier. So this way the employees can move it around. And so right now there was, you know, like a day or two ago, it hit the front page of Reddit, where this guy, they took a video, and the guy actually goes up and very nicely tries to explain to the lady and she (laughs) argues with him and gets mad (laughs) and it's not like she's some old karen or welcome to america 2020 yeah she's like this young good-looking woman and she just gets totally miffed that this dude confronted her which i kind of don't blame her she's on her home turf target (laughs) true and if men men are not allowed to address women in a target that is literally that's that's breaking the rules right right there yeah target is that's their territory. I don't, do they still have the Target Great Land, which is like Target Great Land is like, all right, men, you can be kind of normal. But in a normal Target, it's like, all right, men, go to the toy section and yeah. stay quiet. Yeah. They have and I gladly sections. do that. They do have a good toy section. They have, the, they have the front toy section and the back toy section. Oh, really? The front toy section being... Funko Pops, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the real toy section. Our, our Target right. has the Funko Pops on the back wall past the electronics. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess they're all laid out differently. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. FYI, I am in the red from Funko. Oh, yeah? Oh, no. Oh, no. Everything's in They've the red. They've taken a dive? Yeah, yeah everything has, so. Yeah. yeah, but you know who what hasn't? My Bitcoin is through the roof right I now. I know, dude. I seriously <laughs> am pissed off that I the still The dollar is crashing, everybody. Yeah, get, buy gold coins. <laughs> my gosh, gold coins are through the roof right now, too. Yes, they are. My goodness. Or just gold in general. Uh, okay, I'm going to go first. All right. Oh, do fine. it. Uh, because uh, it's not new, my docket. Ah, oh, boo. I have been, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. Actually, this, uh, today's episode, I would say my docket was one of the reasons why we didn't record. I was on a houseboat. Right. Yeah. I was on a houseboat. That's boat. true. I, we planned this Were before. You on a boat? We, we planned this before the COVID lockdown happened. And uh, and we had to reschedule it, but we kept the plan alive, and we went, and we, you know, and, and it's funny because every family in the Midwest, there's always like, oh, you know, my family always meant to rent, they always meant to rent a house, but how'd that go? Everybody always meant to. We're like, well, let's just do it. And so found a place down in Arkansas where it's way cheaper than some of the more popular places. That's that because heard. it's 137 degrees down there. So Arkansas's <laughs> Arkansas's a spicy. temperature a is hot. not that different usually from here in the summer because we have wicked summers here. We do. And uh, so the temperature was not far off of what it was here, but yes, it was 96 degrees. It was like record, like two weeks of high temperatures. I don't think we hit 96 here this year. I think yeah. you were like 93 or and 94. people in Louisiana and Mississippi are just Maybe. laughing at us. Well, the thing is, the humidity wasn't that bad. It was just, I mean, it was oh. like it is here. It was oh, just yeah. super, super hot. But the humid. It was pretty humid, though. Yeah, we had it was. We had fun. These houseboats were almost as old as I am, uh, but they uh, they ran pretty well. Tell us about the except uh, for the one that broke down and yeah, they had well, to replace. Tell, yes. tell us about the home, the DIY houseboat. The DIY houseboat. Okay, so this thing was amazing. We're you know we load up our stuff in the houseboat and then they take you, they drive you, you load, they bring it over like to where your vehicle's parked and you throw your crap on it and they drag it around to the gas dock where you would gas up to kind of just go through everything with you, show you the ropes because as soon as you're done you sign a paper and all right drive this thing wherever, have a blast and you're like but wait. <laughs> 
I've only ever driven a Sidhu before. That's number three. Um, and I uh, I was a little nervous. So you take that when the guy's explaining to me the ropes, and I'm like, just suddenly I'm not paying attention at all on how to operate the houseboat. Which, if you're going to spend a week in a houseboat, not a good idea to not pay attention when they're telling you how to operate a houseboat. You, you, gotta, you gotta pay attention. You should pay yeah. attention. And I said, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I, I have to interrupt you, and I have to know what the story is behind this monstrosity in front of us because I don't know, like 150 yards out the front, the uh, off the bow. Sure. Okay. You should have been listening. Um, On the starboard <laughs> side or the port? I would know. No, it was like straight ahead, bro. Oh. Um, it was uh, the this thing. It was oh. so. It was a like a dark brown cabin on a pontoon. We'll say it's like fifteen by fifteen, right? Square. Uh, on the front end of this pontoon, and it's also leaning forward because on top of that is another fifteen by fifteen box brown cabin room. But it's not like a two-story cabin. It's two d- different boxes, one of which hangs off, half of it hangs off the front of the, the top one hangs off halfway. Like, the floor is just half over nothing, yeah, hanging over the water. It. That's balance. And let me tell you why they needed to balance it that way. Because on the back end, was, were, there, were there some, like, a water, like some jet motor type thing? No, no, no. The guy had installed a paddle wheel. Like the old river boats. He had a paddle wheel that he had crafted and put on the back of that, but that wasn't all the way. I mean, things mostly steel and aluminum, not that heavy, right? No, no, no. It was the uh, six, the no twelve cylinder Cummins diesel engine that he had to run it, <laughs> and the five speed transmission. <laughs> that, oh wow! Yeah, this is it dude, manual? Does he have to manually shift gears? The thing is, he told me uh, he do, he actually has to shift gears to run the paddle because. <laughs> Because that paddle has so much restriction going through all that water, at, even at low speeds, that you have to have yeah, like tremendous have to. strength to push it. And I was dying laughing when he told me that because I'm like, why did he build it like with the top hanging off the front? And then like, because it's got a gigantic truck engine in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, oh man, that thing was hilarious. We had a lot of fun. We fished, we swam. Yes, our generator went out on us and at 12.30 in the middle of the night. We're out there just stewing in our own sweat and juices without air conditioning. And they had yes. to come out and bring out a better boat. <laughs> they they said, we're going to need a bigger boat. Ah. They pulled it ah. out, moored it Just. up on the island next to the old boat, and then took the old boat back, and we had moved our, all our crap into the new boat. But, I mean, it was, it was a great time. You know, it was just the three of us. If I did it again, I would have another either another adult dude, or if you have, like, a teenage son, you're golden. Because you can't anchor the things because there's too much debris on the bottom lake. You're out 200 bucks anchor as soon as you drop anchor. That thing's gone. You're not getting it back. You're going to have to cut rope and you're out another 200 bucks. It's emergency only, more or less. So you have to moor to the shore. And it is an effort to pull up against the shore, keep the boat straight while you're running out on the throwing ropes out, scrambling up the bank, which is 27 feet high. So there's no actual like flat bank. You're scrambling up a hill, you know, covered in dead trees and everything. And you're just trying to get these ropes tied off and then scrambling back across uh, to get on the other side and get that rope tied off at an angle. It's, it was a lot of effort and I did my share of sweating, but it was a great time. We had a blast. Sweating. Did you make, did you make him call you captain? Captain? You know, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Ahoy, captain. Now, oh, captain. Now I'm captain. just mad at myself. I think I did refer to myself as the captain of this vessel at one point. Yeah. When I was just I'm yelling the captain. over everybody. Fortunately, you have to go down with, with the boat. Sense. Yep. Thankfully, I, I well, I should have gone back with the busted boat, and I would have just gotten a hotel room for that last night, which would have been sweet. 
Yeah, by the time we were in there, we were in Left f- your family yeah. stranded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we checked in Monday, checked out Friday. I would see by the last day, I was, privilege. I was so sunburnt and you have a ready room? worn out that I sat and watched DVDs like in the air conditioning all day long. <laughs> we had like a deck and a water slide on this boat, and I'm just like, that's great, whatever, I'm done. I'm uh, This was fun. But I'm going to sit here and watch So movies. in your captain's cabin, did you have a bunch of models of other boats? Yeah. No. Like previous names of the boat you were but in? But there were a bunch of dials with like brass uh, trim around them. Oh. So you're being That's a little steampunk. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Oh, a little bit. Interesting. I would, every now and then I'd toot the horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally like the first boat was literally like a car horn from AutoZone just like bolted onto the wall outside. <laughs> The second one had a little spotlight that you could control electronically and it would swivel back and forth. Made you feel like super high tech and sci-fi. It was pretty great. I'm like, look at that. See that? That's a tree. Now if I turn it over in this direction over here, yeah, that other thing over there, also a tree. Because wow. we're moored to the shore so, and five so feet trees. out the front of the boat are just trees. <laughs> it's like two trees. There were so many trees. Dead so trees, many. living trees, trees that climb on rocks. Mosquitoes. Whoa, fat trees, skinny trees. Mm-hmm. All kinds oh. of trees. Whoa. I, I will say this. Everybody said, make sure you take bug repellent. And we took a ton. Never used it once. Hmm. I mean, at night, spiders are yeah, like. I'm out. Yeah, the spiders are like. I'm oh, out. This is the best. They will, like, the spiders will come out and, like, spin the fastest webs everywhere they can. I mean, it's not like it was shellacked in spider webs, but, like. Gross pretty i mean for midwesterners these were sizable spiders you know what i mean and uh and so because at night you know the boats making noise you got a couple running lights or something that's where the bugs are going to go because there's nothing anywhere this lake is gigantic and uh and so they are like smorgasbording on that boat but then in the morning they're like i'm out and they just take off they go back on shore I'm like screw this noise these people are up and doing stuff i don't want to get splashed yeah. so Split that, but no, I don't think I got a single mosquito bite. It's not like we we're swat. We fly if flies would get into the boat because we didn't have the AC running all day the first three days, and so flies would get in, and then my wife would just be like on the fly hunt with the fly swatter. But other than that, what about water ants, water many, ants. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what how that many is. spiders did you swallow when you were sleeping? I I lost count because I was sleeping. Yeah. Uh it probably in the Likely first boat in the first boat, probably a couple. <laughs> the second nice. boat, probably not so much. You woke up and you're like, I'm not very hungry, huh? Yeah, man, I can just get breakfast today. Hey, the yeah. spider that was full of flies. Yeah, and then Kathy's like, Let's move the boat. Let's move the boat more up somewhere else. And I'm like, Okay, well now I'm gonna need to eat because I'm going to use every ounce of energy in my body. So that's me. That's, that's my docket. You. That's you. Who's next? Nice. Volunteers. Me. All right, Mike. I'll go. I'll do it, I suppose. I have started watching, after long, it seemed like this took forever to come out, but Transformers War for Cybertron, the trilogy, is out on Netflix. The anime? It's the anime, yes. (laughs) What they are calling anime. (laughs) It is not an anime. Anime. Nope. Yes! What what about that show qualifies it as anime? I don't know, but they call this anime. It's animated in Japan, is it? <laughs> oh, oh! If it's not, if it's not, if it's not bottled in Champagne, Paris, you can't call it Champagne. Yeah, it's just sparkling cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I wish I would have done more research because I want this so badly to have been produced in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's animation, so it was most I, likely animated in Korea. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Close enough. Are, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> so uh, anyway, this is seems like it's been going like well, such a long time coming. I am a to- obviously a uh, a big Transformers fan. Um, didn't really care for the the what are the Transformers folks call themselves. Like know. transphiliacs, what are <laughs> trans trans <laughs> transformers? Fans of the transformers. No, I don't know. Deceptic creeps. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Autoerotic kites. Wow. What? Um, so anyway, um, the toy line. Gosh, it's been the toy line for this Anything has been out for sucks. two two to three years. <laughs> so this is taking forever for them. Yeah, to those, put this. those toys have been out a while. In fact, yeah. I didn't even know about the movies until well after the toys were out. Right, right. So, I was like, oh, that's what? That's a yeah, thing? Yeah, I thought they were yeah. showing no, toys. Yeah, no. Okay, so the, the current line of toys, they have like three or four different lines going, right? I mean, they have some for some of the, the really kind of anime stuff, you know, that they do for kids. And then they uh, they have the stuff that's tied to the movies, the Michael Bay movies, of mm-hmm. course. And then the you've got one. this new War for Cybertron stuff, which to me is the best line since the original line, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, some people might argue that, but um, these the toys that they're putting out now are most closely related to the toys that they put out back in the 80s. And what they've done is they've attempted to make these toys look like actually what they did in the G1 cartoon. So, but, which but is they're a nice in Cybertron. Bonus. How do they look like Earth vehicles? I don't understand. They don't. What? See, this is a trilogy, okay? So, this first. Wait a minute. This first season, there's going to be three seasons. They're going to be six episodes each. So, this first season is The War for Cybertron. This is the first season. Next season will be Earthrise, which will be. They've made the transition from Cybertron to Earth. Okay. So, I don't, that's where we meet Optimus Primal again? <laughs> yes. No. No? The Tyrannosaurus? No, no, no. no, no. So the and and for those who see the giant are, monkey, yeah, yeah, Optimus Primal, Optimus you're Primal right, yeah. really, and yeah. Beast Wars. Um, but no, the actually, um, the toy line for Siege for Cybertron were Cybertronian modes. So if you bought, the, so they just look a lot like how they look in Earth mode, but like no, with, actually, you know, without a truck grill, actually, no, the Seekers, <laughs> which are the airplanes on mm-hmm. Earth. I have their Cybertronian mode. They're like a, a, a triangle. and yeah. They look like mm-hmm. Battlestar Vipers. Yes, that's exactly what they look like. So, okay. mm-hmm. so no, And even well, Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime still looks like a truck. What's up with that? Y- yes and no. Well, he if looks you... like a generic alien transport <laughs> wheeled vehicle. <laughs> if you look close, it's it's stylized. Yeah. So it's it more... doesn't say Freightliner on it anymore. <laughs> correct. correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Now the Earth, the Earthrise stuff, like Wheeljack, I, I, which actually I'm a little disappointed about. The Wheeljack figure um, should have had a Cybertronian mode because in um, season one, episode one of the Transformers of the original cartoon, they had a Cybertronian mode for him. But apparently, they had a online voting thing, and he didn't get voted to have a Cybertronian Aww. mode, which is very disappointing. But didn't anyway, he look like yeah. a box truck or something. Sorry for for those who didn't like yeah, he's Lay's potato chips. I'm just lo- I'm looking at Mike and glossing over, <laughs> but I'm actually thinking really hard. <laughs> That's what happened. Anyway, to to the uh, actual episodes. I've watched a couple episodes now, and um, I am very. I got to say, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Uh, to me, they've mishandled Transformers for for so long. Mm, I, really, I, really, <laughs> yes. Huh. <laughs> I know. Very I'm a, divisive opinion, Mike. <laughs> well, no. Now, 
to be fair, a lot of the kids like the new stuff, man. They like some of the newer cartoons. They like the the Michael Bay movies, which I don't understand because it's just it's just nonstop <sighs> uh, orgy of action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, like yeah, I said, I, watch those movies. You don't even see the you don't see the actors speak half the dialogue in the film. Yes, the dialogue is dubbed over the next scene that happens after the dialogue. I am not joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know. It's like we don't have time to watch people talk. They'll talk while we're doing stuff. Yeah, I, that, that's my biggest critique of the Michael Bay films is that they're Michael Bay films. Well, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the over the top action. But on top of that, Transformers. You know, the Generation One. Why people loved that cartoon is because each of the Transformers had their own personality, yep. right? Which is the same with G.I. Joe and why, why all the He-Man, all that stuff was yeah. really popular because you had all these different personalities. Uh, in the Michael Bay movies, there is n- absolutely no room for any of those personalities to manifest themselves. Not mm. zero. It's just all action. Yep. I mean, maybe you get a little bit of Optimus Prime and maybe you get a little bit of Megatron. That's about you, it. No, though. you don't get any Megatron. No. Not much. No, he's evil and that's it. You <laughs> yeah, don't get any. Right. You that's... get more Starscream than you get Megatron. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, that's probably. I'm like, oh, that guy's got a weird high-pitched nasally voice. He's probably <laughs> evil. I know about him now. Starscream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, the new Netflix series, I'm, again, very pleasantly surprised because they have, it's a retelling, obviously, so it's not, it's not exactly the same story from generation one so there's some differences but we're back to having each of the characters have their own little personality um the voice actors although it isn't the classic uh voice actors because those guys are so damn old even peter cullen it's hard to get used to not hearing optimus prime be optimus prime right but I mean, because you got spoiled for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like me. Anytime anybody else voices the Joker, I'm like, hard pass. Yeah, right. It's hard. But I'm at a point now where I'm like, okay, Peter Cullen's like 83 now. Yeah. It's like, I've got to get used to him not being the guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably on COVID lockdown. (laughs) Probably. Can't be be voiced. Probably. Don't have the home studio. (laughs) Like everybody else. Yeah. So anyway, no, the. the story's interesting. This is it's the war for Cybertron, so they're still on Cybertron. This is the story actually that we didn't get from the Generation One cartoon. Yeah, yeah. You in the, the cartoon, you got yeah. a you got just a sliver of the war on Cybertron. Then they went to Earth immediately. Yeah, it's kind of like the Bumblebee movie. That's about how much you get. Yes, right, exactly. So no, it's mm-hmm. fun. If you like Transformers, it's it's well worth the watch, and uh, I would highly recommend. By the what, way, would you Bumblebee call it movie? an anime, Mike? <laughs> would you call it that after watching it? It's a stretch. That's a stretch. Yeah, it's probably better. It's an anime. It's better than anime. Yeah, yeah. It's better, yeah. there's yeah. no tits and ass. So eh. all oh, the did, tent- I, did all I say that out loud? Did I say the all the did tentacles? I say the quiet part out loud? All I'm the sorry. tentacles are robotic. <laughs> Truth. Oh, now I'm back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah robot sense. tentacles. There you, know you go. Tickles Garrick's fancy. That's <laughs> right. Robotic tentacles. Robot tentacles. Speaking of Garrick's fancy, I wonder what's on his docket. Hey, you want to know what's on my docket, guys? Well, I didn't mm. say I wanted it. I just kind of wondered oh. more okay. than anything. But yeah. yeah, no, yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> all right, I'll go ahead. So, uh, season two of Umbrella Academy dropped all up on Netflix. Yeah, oh, like yeah. a couple days ago, and you're already done with it. What the heck is yeah, you? You need stuff a, it's to do? Been up there, like three uh, days ago. I don't have any. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. What am I gonna do? I know you're like playing Overwatch all day long. Shut up, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> Not all day long. Howie. Mostly. 
Just during during the yeah. during the lulls. All right. So what's Umbrella? So you guys Academy? like the Umbrella yep. Academy? I, I don't, don't even know. know what the Umbrella Academy is. For for what? us, for the uninitiated. Don't Let's say see. us because I I said for the uninitiated. Mike Un- for Mike. So for me, <laughs> Umbrella Academy was a graphic novel series. Comic okay. Series, I guess. All right. Manga. Um. Anime. No. no oh. Anime manga. No. <laughs> no. Mike has Anamanga? become Anamanga? a monster. It was not He's originated in the province of Japan. This was, <laughs> I think this is an American graphic novel. So oh. It's just a comic, not a manga. Oh. Get it straight. Oh, it's Walking yeah. Dead. I see. Okay. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. It's, a, it's basically like your superhero team, somewhat similar to the X-Men, where a bunch of superheroes are uh, in one mansion where there's... Oh, I see uh, Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride's yeah, in this, huh? Yeah, but it's it's way darker than that. It's, yeah, and also she's not Kitty Pride, but yes. Aww. Yeah. She, she doesn't walk through walls? Yeah, that's right. She was an X-Men. Yeah, but uh, uh, first season, you kind of get to know the characters, and there's a lot of wacky and uh, off-the-wall stuff that happens, but first season's kind of somewhat uh, morose and depressing. There are, there are like, many scenes of uh, comic relief and stuff, but it's... It's kind of uh, dark. I was, and I was like, hoping huh. for hardcore sex, but mm, okay. no. Never mind. Man, Mike, wow. Oh, yeah. What? Not that I'm not just speaking Could frankly. Be. Tits and ass. Talk about one note Mike tonight. Yeah. yeah. We won't even talk hey. about a conversation earlier. Well, I haven't seen Garrick's mom yeah. for a couple weeks. Get, yeah, get off see, my ass. She's on the lockdown, too. Oh, I know. It's hard. Well, gotta wear no. Phone, phone no, sex. at my house. Phone sex through a 1-900 number is difficult. Just saying. Not if you do it right, <laughs> I think is a response to that. <laughs> so back to Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Anyway, season one came out what two years ago. Was it's it okay? That long? It's pretty Couple good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah season I, two. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. Season two just came out recently, like in the last couple weeks, and I watched it all. And yeah. Remember, he did it real fast. I did it real fast because it was so good. Way better than the first season of my really. Opinion. Yeah, they really explore, like, the characters in the first Your one thoughts and were kind of archetypical that, yes, flat type yes, characters. Yes, yes, like, they were, they were quirky but flat. Yeah. The uh, second with season, a, couple they, of, a couple of exceptions. Yeah, with a couple exceptions. Yeah. The second season, they, they're putting, I don't want to spoil too much, but they're putting situations where they're kind of separated from each other and have to survive on their own. And they really started developing their like, they they seem like normal people almost like they they have dimension. There's they all of them have a lot of stuff going on, and they become they, there's a lot of character growth, and they almost become completely different people at by the end, which is great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff that happens in second season, a lot of time travel stuff that they they do. I'll try not to spoil. Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't oh, seen first season, I'm a I'm a fan of the the the, the time travels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first they, one doesn't have as much. Second one has. Well, the first one does have quite a bit. Yeah, the first maybe. one has a good chunk in the second half. Yeah, the second um, one's all about time travel, which is great. I'm not even sure that I watched the last episode of the first season. I got I know I got real close, and then I just kind of fell out. Yeah, and I, I have no reason why I wouldn't we'll get back, back in. in. Put it put it right back <laughs> in. I think I'm put it back in. I know. I'm thinking you I will. Finish. It's mm-hmm. just if for all the reasons Garrick said, it's very morose. There's not the characters don't have that much depth. But it is interesting. It's just it's interesting in spite of itself. Like it's it's trying too hard to be interesting. 
Yeah. I think yeah. is the problem. So it kind of it kind of comes across and again, I I'm I enjoy it. It kind of comes across in the first season like it was written by an angsty emo kid. <laughs> yeah. It really does. And like it has one, all the trappings of that. I like the second one maybe better cuz I'm a simple I'm a simple man. <laughs> and uh there's a definite villain in the second one from the beginning. So you like so that kind of helped me, I guess, to Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, more. what villains were in the first season, I really enjoyed. Like I really enjoyed the the partners that were trying to Oh yeah, Hazel and Chacha. Yeah, yes, Hazel and Chacha. <laughs> they, were, they were the highlight of that season. They oh the my best. goodness, they were my favorite characters. <laughs> like so I guess this is maybe not to spoil too much. They're time travel cops, basically. Yeah. Like they they're trying to keep the timeline intact. And Hazel's one of these guys. <laughs> he just all he does is bitch about the benefits of their their time traveling organization. Yeah, he just hates his job. <laughs> He's like, this sucks. Look at my insurance. I just, how can they charge this much for insurance? Man, the man's really getting me down. The guy literally travels through time using a briefcase. <laughs> yep. He's, and it's so mundane. It just cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that is, that is a really. Does really he forget good about the mundane details? Yes. Eventually. Mostly he just shoots the mundane details. And then true. There's gets, a lot of shooting. Gets millions of dollars. Themselves. And then has to burn the yeah. place down. It's not as good as Doom Patrol, but still pretty good. Doom Patrol! Hazel and Cha-Cha kind of reminded me of the, of the angels in nice. the first season of Preacher. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they really do. Yeah, they, they had a similar vibe to it, which I think they're was kind of They're not quite as dumb as those angels. But no, <laughs> those angels were epically <laughs> dumb, but they're not that far from it either. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Uh, I'm good. I'm now. I'm a little more excited about season two. It takes place in JFK era. That helps. JFK era. Well, if they're around the time of the assassination, time, if that yeah, spices the, it up, the for Canada, you the Canada Zoic era. Doesn't it yeah. take place in multiple eras? Yeah, but mainly around the. Well, Garrick knows the hook for me. Yeah. <laughs> if you like JFK assassination, I like JFK. Uh, conspiracies and stuff it's great i was actually just eyeballing jfk up on the uh up on the the movie thing that i use oh boy why do that to yourself because i love that movie why because it's good why it's good doesn't even have to be true just good no you can't have another docket good i ain't watched it yet (laughs) one docket per person take one docket and pass the rest along (laughs) howie you said you can't wait what's on your docket so I got to a movie that I wanted to watch that Garrick brought up uh, a few weeks ago Uh-oh. that he watched. Uh, Eurovision. Yeah, Eurovision. The story of Fire Saga. I have been Fire so Saga. close to watching this so many times and not pull the trigger. Um, Man, uh, where do I begin? <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, I think I couched a lot of... Uh... Disclaimers in there. I'm, <laughs> hmm, I'm so like mixed emotion about this movie. One, it's you have a certain expectation when it's a Will Ferrell kind of like comedy, like it's going to be super over the top, especially when it's highly specific. Yes, there's a specific genre like yeah. Blades of Glory. Yeah. That kind of really, mm-hmm. this is going to be stupid, over the top, ridiculous. 
Um, and that's what I was kind of expecting. Although after Derek talked about it, I'm like, well, okay. Uh, and it's not, it's not that at all. Now is it far more endearing? Far more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> far more endearing. Um, it's not a slapstick. Like here's a bunch of goofy, um, you know, bits and we're just trying to make you laugh. It's, uh. Well, now they're having the side conversation. <laughs> Sorry. You no, know, Mike showed this me. This is one of the stills for my MDB. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, erect- that's as over the top as it gets. <laughs> the erect statues? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah I about I, this. First of all, we are in Europe, so there's a certain. Yeah, in Europe, they have erect they statues have erect like everywhere. everywhere. Have say quote yeah, it, currently, it. So. the people pulling down statues in Europe are just tying ropes around the wings. <laughs> pull them, pull them right down. Yeah, right. That's just uh, what you do. A little backstory of that is you're at a very highly successful musician's house, mansion, <laughs> castle. Castle. Who's yeah. full of one, of one of many. Yeah, who's uh, full of himself. That's good stuff right there. So uh, it. <laughs> It fits. It fits. But I, I, like, well, if the wang fits, yeah. The characters, watch. like, I find enjoyable. They're not deep, really. Mm. I mean, there's, there's no like. Do they need deepness? to be? No. This is a highly predictable movie. Good. Um, we you need know, those. You know what's coming every step of the way, and you still, I still find myself enjoying it. Not like, oh, this is great. And I just am super excited about this until the very end. Oh, it hypes it up. It, the it very hypes it up. end is like, I did. like hooked it's me. Great. Like the further I get away from have having watched the movie, I'm like, man, I, I think I really, I think I really like this movie. Wow. And and mainly it's because of the end they do a. I'm, I'm not spoiling anything because this is a highly predictable feel-good ending movie uh and they they nail it and they they put on a spectacle yeah and and all the music they do themselves um, yeah which it's all original music all original music incredible and it's really good and ridic- some of it's ridiculous like yeah yeah ding dong but uh <laughs> they sing that to the statue play yeah yeah ding dong play yeah yeah ding dong, dong. <laughs> <laughs> that guy Chris, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, and there's like at first it just takes a while to get going, but you're like, okay, I'm enjoying this. It's Good. it's a Will Ferrell movie that he's not being too crazy. Yeah, but they the accent they stick with it's terrible, but it's awesome because they <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, um, you know they're trying to play these Icelandic characters, and um, and so yeah, I definitely recommend it if you just want an easy watch. That you're gonna have this good feel good ending, and I don't know how the people of Iceland feel about it. Well, this is apparently such a big thing that they're actually bringing Eurovision to the U.S. No, um, no, no, no they're not letting sense. us into Eurovision because of COVID. They yep. can't do that. <laughs> yep, 2021. It's not called Eurovision, but um, Mundovision. It's called uh, American Idol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's called. Uh, American Song Contest. <laughs> That's original. God, yeah, so original. I mean, nailed it right out of the but gate. What's, I, the, America's Got Song so Talent Idol I mean, Contest. I, it sounds like this is a real thing, Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, yeah it's no, it thing. is. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like every country votes. They give. They can't vote for themselves. 
Uh, but so they have representatives that are singing for each country, right? So they can't vote for themselves. And for whatever reason, they got, I think, what, eight points, 10 points, and 12 points they can award to another country. So do you think entire countries try to band together and vote for somebody crappy so that they know their their dude can beat them? Or their dude or dudette or group? I don't know. I don't know how that works. They should make a documentary of that. Yeah. Yeah, They should. Like these giant internet groups. Yeah. Like, All right, vote for the, the dirty is- business of Eurovision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and whatever country wins Eurovision is, hosts it that next year. Oh, so it's like <coughs> the commercial Olympics. Yeah. Nice. So, and it has elves in it. Well, you don't see them, but it has elves in it. <laughs> uh, okay. Elves and ding There are explosions. Oh, right. yeah. Well, don't spoil too yeah. much. So Don't stoke the fire too no. hard. So we'll burn I, it out too quick. I tell you. Action, fantasy, music. Ding-dongs? Yeah. It's got it all. Yeah. Well, definitely watch it, but temper your expectations. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm laughing a lot. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's actually almost like a romantic comedy, if if anything else. Yeah, Yeah. it's... it gets super close to that if it wasn't for Will Ferrell being Will Ferrell the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like, and I don't remember the name of the actress, but the one who plays his partner slash sister, whatever they are. Uh, that's a that's a good question. I like I, I, I like her a lot. Secret. Secret, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and, you know, and she does, her character is super endearing. and That's the thing, on the yeah. trailers and stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, she looks nice. I like I like uh, Pierce Brosnan as his dad. Yeah, I thought he was great. Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan. I love Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan in like comedies. I really, it's the same thing. It, you know what? Strike that. I like every Bond ever in comedies. There you go. That's even better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I, know. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and it's not because it's like, oh, look, we're turning it on its head. It's because they <laughs> tend to be pretty talented. That's right. Yeah. They got there for a reason. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. And Dan Stevens, who's, that's <laughs> his castle, that uh, the the Dick Castle. Oh, the guy from Downton Abbey? Downton Abbey, yeah. Oh, from Legion. He, yeah. Yeah, the guy Legion. from Downton Legion, Legion Abbey. Legion. He, Legion he Abbey. plays his character great. He's yep. he's very talented in my opinion. He really, so. he really got, is. Yeah. He's he's got way more depth than I mean. Don't get me wrong. He plays uh, Michael. I don't remember the family name. Corleone, whatever. Uh, in Downton Abbey, very very well. Okay, uh, but like very well, like exceptionally yeah. well. But he could just be a straight character mm-hmm. all the time and just does that well. A dapper dude. Yeah. But everything is like playing Beast and doing yeah. the like yeah, uh, Legion. The place. Yeah. What else? Have I seen him in other stuff where I'm just like, really? Yeah, I, I I've been seeing him peppered in a lot of different places, yeah. playing vastly different characters, and yeah. everyone he nails. So I I can't wait to watch more of his stuff. Marvelous. But in the meantime, don't you know him, Mike? Mike, what is it time what? for news? It is. It's time for some news hey! right now. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I heard you say we have like 30 news reports. 37. Oh, 37. Oh, no. yes. Pull up a beanbag chair and take your mushrooms, oh, kids. Wait, right, let's wait. rapid fire. Actually, rapid fire. actually, I meant zero. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I screwed that up. Mike, Mike, I asked you if it was time for news because I didn't know if you had any news. Because I thought I had 37. We, we had one news <laughs> item. We do have one news item. <laughs> we do? Something's we, going straight. To Disney Plus. Mulan. Oh, yeah, I guess we could do that one. Mulan. Mulan. 
Moulin. Moulin Rouge is going straight Moulin through. Rouge. Wait. Come what may. <laughs> That's got Obi Wan in it. Okay. I will love you. I'm not done until my my headphones fell off. Dying day. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in in what little news there is in entertainment this nowadays, is like the only news item of the last because three of months. because because of COVID, <laughs> uh, Disney has announced that uh, the Mulan live action movie that was going to be the big production for this year mm-hmm. has gone straight to Disney Plus. I have so many questions, but she gets to pay really. For it. Yeah, like my uh, we that we don't have answers to, but my questions are like okay. Did they get done and go, eh, might not be worth saving. <laughs> like, it might not be worth sitting on. Let's just get it out there because we don't think the box office is going to be that good. It was supposed to roll out, like, early summer, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to have been out by now. There's a lot of movies that are supposed to have been out by now. Right. Um, hey, I'm I'm kind of digging getting first-run movies I th- home. Well, Honestly, I think if, if, if I was a betting man, I think it's one of those things where Disney says, okay, we can't sit on this any longer. We've got to do something with it. Let's bolster our Disney Plus yeah. offer. Well, right. That's the gimme on any of these things. They already things. did right. it with Artemis Fowl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Those people that ran for Artemis Fowl. <laughs> I'm sorry. From. From Artemis <laughs> oh, Fowl. That's, that's right. what I meant. Yeah, I've not watched it. I've heard it's pretty unwatchable. I don't even know what that means, so go ahead. <laughs> you see, but, it's about this kid. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, smells, a kid. He yeah. really he has these really weird bad. glasses, apparently. Yeah. On the, I guess he takes care of birds, maybe? Based on a book or something. He hunts and takes care of birds? <laughs> Am I getting this right? I'm cross-eyed. I'm just going by the I thought he. The I thought, I actually... I thought it was about young Colonel Sanders. I really now. Yeah, this kid, he's he playing, has these glasses and a mustache and a beard, and he fries chicken. And he was playing this game called Artemis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh he's the game. Artemis. Miss Fire game. torpedoes. That's what he does. Okay. Then, then that <laughs> happened. So Mulan, I'm wondering, because here's the thing about the remake of Mulan. Given the changes that they've had to make to keep it PC and everything... I've been worried that maybe some of the charm would be lost because Mulan, the original animated feature, which is not known as Disney's there most was a prolific love interest, animated right? Is that what you're talking about? The love interest? Well, in my house That is, is no longer a love interest? Right. <laughs> well, that and just some of the some of the gags and stuff, had to, they had to dial some stuff back in because mm. it's just you, the rules have changed. Right. And I'm wondering if, okay, you took the story and you made it a Disney story. But now you're having to dial back some of the quirk and charm that makes that makes that transition make sense. So do you go back to the more like the quote historical end quote accurate story? Or do you just lose some of the quirkiness that makes the Disneyfication work? It, it looks to me like um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Mulan, which I'm all for. Like, yeah, but I don't think I I don't think they should like. Um, what'd they do? Uh, Aladdin and Lion King, basically straight from the movie. Yeah. And they were okay. At I'm, best. I'm excited but, to see something yeah. that do diverges they have, substantially. I'll make a source. man out of you in it. I, <laughs> they've done, well, they've they did done the, the trailer. They've they? done the divergent they, stuff. They had I mean, the, Cinderella uh, was They had the orchestrated version. Oh, okay. Of, well, I don't know if it was that song, but one of the songs. Cinder- Cinderella was okay. Yeah, you know they, they've right. done a bunch of. The, I feel like all Cinder- of them. I really like Cinderella. Yeah, I feel like all of them have been at worst okay, and at best pretty good. 
Beauty you know, I just have to good. wonder if they're really yeah, worth. Right. Beauty and the Beast, if it was okay, was barely okay. Barely okay. That was. But I have bad. to. I just have to wonder if barely okay is. I mean, I think they were expecting more from doing. But they keep doing it. They well, keep doing it. This is the problem. And part of it is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Howie. I said the the. I think part of the problem that we have this day and age is its constant remakes of things. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's, to it's, me, this is for, just for our generation. It's boring, but as it's, hell. it's not. It's not yeah. even recreations. No, it's what you said. It's remakes. Yeah, and uh, not reimaginings or anything like not that. Sequels. Yeah. Um, I, I think maybe one of the ad advantages is because. They're they're easy money makers. It's something to take the kids to. If Disney doesn't put something else out, what are you gonna do? Go watch you know the what? Ice I, Age Part Twelve. The I, squirrel gets his nut. You know. Yeah, oh, but it gets but his see, nut finally. <laughs> finally, <laughs> probably not. But uh, I feel like with Disney and these, you know, these re, they're not even reimaginings, retellings in live action. Yeah, I think it's almost run its course though. I feel like you're. I mean, we're, we're definitely getting there. I, I well, we're running out of source material. But at the same time, look at what John Favreau did. It led to what they did for the Mandalorian on all the technology that they developed for the Lion King that they used in the Mandalorian. Like it's also kind of like a think tank of new stuff. Like if they can, well, if they if, can utilize these films, if, if they can make Favreau. it profitable, they'll keep doing. It. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, yeah. let's. I mean, that's what it really comes right. down to. But I don't but, know. But profitable for Disney, though. I mean. You know, I mean, it could be argued with the Star Wars stuff. I mean, okay, yeah, Rise of Skywalker made a billion dollars, but was that the expectation? You know, right. and the same with these these live action Disney movies. Are they landing where? I mean, Question. are they profitable? Probably. Are they not, where they expected them why, to land? Why not everything mean? has to be blockbuster profitable, though. Why I think is even there Disney. The difference knows that. between expectation and being profitable. What's why that? can't you just be profitable? Even though it didn't meet your expectations. Because it's a publicly traded company, so you have to be super profitable. Yeah, and you have to, I mean, because... But what's... Because those... You're not super profitable Profitable if you make a billion dollars? Your stock value well, can't no, no, continue no, to no, have a no. value. It has to continue it to have... It grossed a billion dollars. It didn't make well, a billion no, dollars. But so, it made a lot of money, though. Yeah, but the point is, is they, they make these... It's all about projections, right? I mean, they project, okay, we're going to make this much so then we can do uh, this project and we can do this project and we can do this project. Right. And then and if it doesn't... Make that you're, much, you're stock saying price comes the, stuff I know. I'm just like, why... We're telling the listeners... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're not as bright now. They're just yeah. They're not yeah. like you and me. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> I, I really I, my 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 question, and I I guess why does this is a problem? Yeah, because I this is a problem in in stock. We're talking well, about stocks, problem why in, in, in any company in media company. why there there are smaller companies taking the risk because the bigger companies won't now can't. and that's can't or won't yeah. And that's part of why, I mean, that's why we have streaming services doing original programming and stuff like that, because they can take gambles on things because it's about attracting new numbers, but they're still growing already. So they have to put their money somewhere anyway. So well, uh, this is kind of, it's not make or break kind of whole, stuff. Like, well, we keep doing these retellings and constant remakes and I don't know because the it's minute, safe. And, and the, that we, just shows me that. There's only a handful of companies driving. But the minute that you say all. that everything that's coming out is just a remake or a retelling of something that's already I the am minute not No, no, I know, I know. Your, I know, but I'm saying you're papa. But I'm saying the minute you make that <laughs> claim, someone jumps in and goes, Every generation says that and then they rub their nipples and moan and limp off. <laughs> 
but oh, I the, never heard any generation say they make a bunch of remakes of movies. Oh, ever the every generation about oh music. They just do. They've done it forever. And and ever. Stuff, blah, a lot blah, blah. of movies. But I'm well, talking here's about. The, <laughs> here's the thing, though, because now what it is, I don't think it's the fact that like oh we've run out of ideas, which is like the easy grab, right? I think it's that we've run out of the ability to take risks because well, that's what the I'm big companies sure. own it now. You were saying what right. I just said yeah. five minutes ago. Yeah, the distribution. Yeah. I'm not trying to Why teach you, you anything. <laughs> Why are no. you arguing? Basically, what you're saying is they're looking at this like a business and not like an artist. And They're not buying these really great projects that someone went out and sunk their life savings and got three angel investors to pay for and then distributing it. They're planning, executing, and owning from the get-go. And because of that, they will not take the kinds of risks that you so used to see. even though they make money hands over fist, it's not... As much Hand as over. they were planning, so now they have to scale back or do whatever to be safe. Well, well maybe, I, maybe not. I, I think the question the, is, are they going to learn the right lessons? I think I think well, in the no, case of Star Wars, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think in the case of Star Wars, it's pretty obvious. I mean, they, you know, we had all these announcements about new movies, and now that's been scaled no, way somebody, back. Somebody on Reddit told me that they've only canceled like one thing they've yeah, ever whatever. Had, so that's dumb as shit. It's fine, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. I mean that's one example. Reddit's now, a new Twitter. Now the other side of this is what we're talking about these live action things and they keep doing them Corey's right mm -hmm. so obviously they're making money i mean and well, they don't, i to mean me they, don't have, to, they what, don't have to buy the rights to anything they already yes. got it and what that know? tells me is that yeah i mean if they keep making them that tells me they're planning it they're like okay we know we're going to make this much and and we can do this and yeah. they're not they're not they've got it down to they're a not going way out there like star wars was doing right. there for a yeah, while it's not a hail mary or right. anything like that right. they're they're going it's safe money yeah safe yes. money but how long will it be safe money yeah that's a good question because uh, it's well, not yeah <laughs> that's probably the well, best eventually answer. Eventually, they're going to run out of classics that they can do live action versions <laughs> no, of. No, they just keep redoing the just same Just do the same ones over again. Recycling every yeah, time. They'll, anima they'll animate Beauty the live the action ones. A third time, this time, sucks less. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I don't know why Gilbert Gottfried showed up for that. If Gilbert Gottfried was in Beauty of the Beast, like, that would have been Iago, that they much bring better. Iago the parrot into Beauty of the Beast. <laughs> yes. There you go. I don't think Gilbert Gottfried's allowed to work for Disney anymore. He is not, which is a damn shame. Had like an, uh, uh, a joke tweet years ago about a thing. I'm hey, excited anyway. for Mulan because it's got Donnie Yen and Jet Li in it. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, That's a good cast right enough, there. Just those two. What's it rated? I kind of... R. What's it rated? Uh, NC-17, NC I guess. Yeah. Strong <laughs> sexual content. I was hoping to... Yeah. I, uh, There's I, a love interest. It's just not the one. I'm going to be thought. honest with you guys. I was uh, <laughs> I was right in the age where I kind of missed the boat on Mulan when it, the original yeah, animated feature I, when it came out. Yeah. Oh, I never favorite. cared about it. And when I she's saw it, I was like Disney princess. When I saw it out, because at that point I was kind of tired of and this is pre Shrek. I was already kind of tired of Eddie Murphy voicing sidekicks sure, animals. Right. I was actually kind of tired of sidekick animals. I mean Hunchback. Yeah. All the oh the gargoyles. It's Danny DeVito was a gargoyle. Who cares? Yeah. But. I was kind he of over, but when I eventually, dumb, dumb. when I got around to watching, he was a pan. <laughs> he was a satyr. Was it an anime? It was a gargoyle. <laughs> he hopped around on a freaking plaque. Anyway, it was an anime. Uh, I, uh, I, when I finally saw Hercules? Mulan, I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." It's one of their better ones. Yeah, it's really good. I've never seen. But it. I will, I will say with Garrick, like I. I'm looking more forward to this live action than I have, I think, any of them so far. Not just because I know it'll be a departure, but because I feel like this story is more ground. It's less of a fairy tale and more grounded in 
an interesting reality. Yeah. I put I put it in my top three. Also, yeah, a lot of actors Disney. you don't normally see in other stuff because they're Asian. Yeah. And the, you know, it's not a Finnish fairy tale or something like that. It's it's a story that takes place in the Asia. I yeah, I put this way above Frozen. I put oh, yeah. I, I, it, of, of Disney animated features, this is top three easy for yeah. me. Oh, really? Mulan has yeah. the highest kill count of all the Disney princesses. <laughs> Damn. And that's and how I, we judge Disney honest, animated pictures. I, I never watched it until I had kids that watched it, and I'm like, I heard it multiple times in the car driving, and then I don't think I've ever actually sat and watched it all the way through. Really? I still rate it that high. So, <laughs> well, Got Eddie Murphy in it. Yep, so does all the Shrek movies. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched it all the way through, just not in one city. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Mike, we have anything else left in news? That's all I had for news. Oh, my gosh. You got me. Time to bark about it. We only had one newest item, and we're still an hour in. It's all right, man. It's all right. Let it roll, man. I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> But you know uh, Pepe the King Prong from the Muppet? Uh-huh, Wait, yeah. He's the Pepe hilarious. the King Prong, okay? He shows up okay from the uh, in the in the Muppet Treasure Island and everything since then. He's got a tiny head. Well, he was based on Bill Beretta do with the Muppet, his wife's aunt. But when somebody asked him to describe this lady that he was talking about, he accidentally described her as shellfish instead of selfish. And then went, hey, that gives me an idea. Okay. And boom, Prawn. Pepe the King Prawn. Pepe, huh? Was born. Pepe! I like Pepe. Well, I really didn't think we were going to talk about Muppets if Porkins Kid was coming in there with Pepe the King Prawn trivia, of all things. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that's out there. Pepe's yeah. top 10 Muppets, man. Dude, so. The Muppets went like zero dark 30 for a while there. Ah, uh, yeah. After they did that office. Thing. No, 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 no. I, I mean, before that, before the Muppets film came out. Uh, yeah. And then they started doing the YouTube videos with like the Bohemian Rhapsody and stuff like that. And it re-exploded and reignited. And then you had the Muppets came out. And then what was the second one? The Muppets 2, Electric Boogaloo. I, I don't Let's remember. See. Oh, boy. Other Muppets. Muppets Most Wanted. Muppets Most Wanted. Which was not as good, but still enjoyable. Had Tina Fey in it. A lot of Tina Fey. They leaned heavily into that Russian gulag. The Great gag. Muppet Caper. Yeah, the Great Muppet Caper, Caper, uh, featuring Charles Grodin. A little, a little too much Charles Grodin for I my think taste. That, the second one is the Great Muppet Caper. Well, yeah, yes. but I'm talking about recent. The Muppets, oh, and then recently. Muppets. Well, not the Muppet movie. The Muppets. The Muppets. 2011. Talking, uh, Jason Segel. Well, Come on, do you we're talking Muppets, sequel, sequel uh, trilogy Muppets? Anymore. Sequel trilogy Muppets. That was like all Jason Segel. I think he's the one that made that happen. I think he wrote it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, was, that the was coconut. A Jason Segel uh, passion project. There and they is. did. And they did. And they did. How am I going? Like, huh? Right. <laughs> They've gone dark with the movies. That's been six years since that last movie. Well, I don't think Muppets <sighs> Most Wanted was that well received. And again, I would say because they leaned too hard into the gulag thing. I, that I was, have not been happy with. I'm not the sure the Muppets late, are so just, just. I don't think they're a thing with kids anymore. I just that's don't. and that's kind of heartbreaking to it me. It is. It's very because heartbreaking. because I grew up 
in love with the Muppets. Me too. And I was into puppetry and animatronics, and that was like that was my dream job when I was in high school. I wanted to be because I didn't see the writing on the CG a wall. Muppeteer. I wanted to be yeah, like I wanted to <laughs> like design animatronics and and do that kind of stuff. Like I, that was my love, and uh, and 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 so nowadays it's just like I'm trying to figure out what happened. Where kids now don't even understand, don't have the appeal to the Muppets. I'm sure that you sit down and watch them, they'll enjoy yeah. it, but it won't but stick. I watched the the Muppets, the 2011 one with my daughter, and she loved it. That's and that's a good film because the music's good. That's I think yeah. one of the biggest uh, benefits of that movie. And they re it's constant it's constant movement. Yes, too. they they <laughs> brought back in the road picture genre for that one. The Muppets, yeah. like it was a road film. They did it. It was a travel film, which was kind of folds into uh, the two more successful earlier Muppet films with the Muppet movie and uh, the Muppets um, Take Manhattan. Take Manhattan, yes. Uh, the Great Muppet Caper, notwithstanding. I know a lot of people have movie. I actually, I kind of don't like that movie much at all. It's too like hyper stylized, classic genre specific for me. But as a as road pictures, it works because you get to squeeze in all the celebrity cameos. And stuff like that, but that, see there again, that's where I think Muppets Most Wanted kind of fell flat because it spent so much time in the Russian Gulag. It was like, all right, we get it. You know, these are supposed to have timing. They're supposed to move. That's when they work at their best. But that's talking about the films. Let's go back in time. Going back in time. The uh, the Muppet Show was my favorite mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. On TV, and here's the thing: we almost far. always missed it. Yeah, because my parents it. didn't give a crap. Well, actually, no, they enjoyed it, but they just never thought about it. So it would actually be not that often where we would actually remember to turn it on and watch it. And I would be in absolute heaven. Like there was no better show on television to me back then. Dude, like Kermit comes out, they introduce the Muppets, and the yeah, the tuba, and they all start marching out in the different rows. Jim Henson's one of the like pink purple dudes in the tuxedos. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, uh, like just having all the celebrities come on, it was like you know, it was like the Carol Burnett show. You had a loud crowd laugh track. You had all these different gags and in betweens and fourth wall breaks and timing, like vaudevillian timing. You did stupid things like you have Mark Hamill's on and here's Chewbacca dancing. <laughs> C-3PO's there. Yeah, exactly. It's See, just... the, the neat thing about The Muppet Show, it's one of those shows to me like um, the old um, the old Warner Brothers uh, Looney Tunes cartoons that um, appealed to both an adult audience mm-hmm. and a child audience. And yeah. actually, it's funny because... <clears throat> The Muppets, if if you go way back to when Jim Henson first created the Muppets. Oh, I mean, like the, the black and white commercials? This is back like in yeah. the 50s. Yeah. I mean, he really conceived this mm-hmm. as an adult-oriented thing. Yeah. I mean, this was an adult thing. and uh, which <laughs> and the, But fast forward to the 70s, um, there were still some adult elements because they did the Menomina thing. They yeah. did that on the first episode of Saturday Night Live and all yeah. that stuff. Um, but then shortly thereafter is where you get the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. Seventy nine, you get the and that was the a Muppet prime movie. time show. It was, and yes. no one questioned it. That, to, to, well, I don't it's, know, maybe there were critics at the time, but sure. like, but it right. just made sense. Prime time, it, it met. This it is appealed. before the Simpsons. There were no prime time cartoons right. really, other than maybe the Flintstones had predated right. it. Right. So yes, this is kind of the first of that whole kind of genre. Yeah. Right? I mean, so. but yet using a genre that was well established in the day, the the uh, variety show, 
but then turning it on its head by giving you the backstage goings on right, sketch right. comedy. The scooter back yeah, there scooter with his little clipboard. The, <laughs> yeah, Kermit trying to keep everything glued together, right? Uh but uh but like yeah, you had like, you know, everything from Carol Burnett to 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 uh Flip Wilson to the Lawrence Welk hour for crying out loud. Like everything was right. The Don right. show, yeah. But and they came in and said, Well, we're gonna do it, but it's all gonna be sketch based stage studio, you know, studio audience, uh, but not like a, a real theater. I like how they played it off like it was the Muppet Theater. Yeah. But it's not a real theater <laughs> right, at all. Right. You know what I mean? But they always maintained it like like that was a vital part of it. Yes. No. But but, but it was. But again, it, it this is something that obviously appealed to the adults because it was prime time, but I, uh, you're right. I always remember watching that in the evening. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was the best. Yes. Yeah. Right. It did oh, not yeah. disappoint anybody in the family. No. And like everybody, like Milton Burl would be on one yeah. week and yes. then like, like Burt Reynolds, the or guest something. stars. Like, yes. Yeah. Amazing. Roger Moore, Roger Moore. <laughs> heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bonds. Yeah. Oh man. Bonds of steel, man. <laughs> but, so the, you have the Muppet show and then boom, the Muppet movie hits mm-hmm. and you have like the great comedians of the time in that film. I mean, you're talking Steve Martin, I, Bob uh, Hope. Oh, I, I mean, mean uh, Mel, Mel, Mel Brooks is in there. Yeah. I mean, actually Milton Burrow was in there too. He was the car you say salesman. Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, Steve I mean, Martin as the jerk. <laughs> Right, yeah. Would you like to smell the, the bottle, bottle cap, cap, sir? Oh, yes, it's very nice. Mm. <laughs> he's in the short shorts. Yeah, and he's like ridiculously short He's shorts. got the bottle cap opener on a chain. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank he you. tips it. <laughs> it's, uh, that movie is hilarious to me oh. to this day. Oh, my gosh. Like, yes. every part. Isn't Richard Pryor in it? Yeah, Richard Pryor's in it. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what he does. What does he do in that? I don't know. Is he the balloon oh salesman? Balloon salesman. Why yes. not? Oh, yes. Yet both. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The balloon guy. Yeah. Freaking. Uh, a, a random guy at the carnival. Yeah. Selling <laughs> balloons to Gonzo, who's trying to impress Camilla the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> go, ga- girls, go, Gaga. Oh, ga- my God. Gaga. Gaga. Ga- ga. Oh, my gosh. The film is so great. And then the music. What the hell? Yeah, the man. opening song, you know, <laughs> long helicopter shot. He's literally reading the script in the film. I love it. Later on, but the Rainbow Connection, yeah, one of yeah. the greatest songs ever oh, written. Geez, yeah. They have Jim Henson in a like underwater. He was literally submerged with like a breathing tube and his hand up through the log. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, he was actually really? underwater in an enclosed like little submarine boat that they just cobbled together. That's awesome. Contro- yeah, it's not there's no camera trickery. The dude's underwater controlling uh Kermit there playing his banjo there in the swamp in the Everglades. Dude, that stuff that was that movie especially. I mean, I love Dom the Muppet DeLuise. show. Dom DeLuise, help! man. Help. <laughs> this is me crying for help. <laughs> Doc, what was it? Doc Hoppers. Yeah, hey, I'm Doc Hopper. No, yeah, Hopper. that was uh, that was Papio Daniel from uh, Oh Brother yeah, Where Art Charles Durning. Yes, <laughs> he was in all the Cohen Brothers. Frog legs, frog legs, frog. Oh my gosh, that movie was magic to me, man. It still is to kid. me. It like, is. There yes. is nothing ever. I mean, okay, so yeah, the music, Rainbow Connection, moving right along. <laughs> moving, oh, right along. moving right along. Moving right along. A bear in his natural habitat. <laughs> a Studebaker. 
<laughs> oh, where'd you get it? Oh, my uncle left it to me. Oh, is he dead? No, he's hibernating. <laughs> I just the dialogue. It's just it's boom, 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 boom. It's like yes. va- that, it's vaudeville. Yeah. It is vaudeville, vaudeville, vaudeville. Yeah. And this is the thing you guys hear me all the time complain about. Modern TV comedy has thrown timing away. Yeah. Now it's yeah. just like it's like you know, Sheldon, are you watching Star Trek again? Pause for laugh. That's all it is now. <laughs> right. That's all it is. And I don't care if I sound like an old man. <laughs> Back then, comedy was all about time. It wasn't about whether the joke was good. Yeah. It's about whether you can squeeze it in with the right timing sure. so that it's good in hindsight. Sure. Right. <laughs> like, it's good enough to go, hey, that was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. something else happening. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Try, uh, the, the, the right timing makes any joke. Yes, better. Timing is the magical craft of comedy. Yeah. A good joke is hard to write, but timing yeah. is something that fact, if, if you, you if you can do it, if you don't have timing, most jokes are going to fall pretty well, flat. Yes. Which I mean, think of the complexity of this too, because it's hard enough Let's to pull Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. <laughs> but it's hard. It's him? hard enough to pull off snappy dialogue like that and squeeze all that stuff in when you have live actors. Live and on top actors, of it, guy with his hand up, yeah, up the ass actors of a puppet. Laying down in an actual Studebaker <laughs> right, with their yes. feet in the engine compartment right. and their hands <laughs> up in the windshield and a guy in the trunk driving the car. <laughs> oh, you Seriously. saw that episode of uh, Prop Hunters too. Huh? As a matter of fact, I actually <laughs> went to the museum that he went to oh, in Prop that's Hunters. Right. Yeah, I've right been there. there, so we were excited. Hey, we saw that. Yeah, that's over in uh, South Bend. You can go see the Studebaker nice. from the film. Nice at the uh, Studebaker Museum, but which that's the kind of cool stuff that cool kids do when they've got time. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys probably. But don't seriously, know. animating these puppets to have these kind of reactions and, uh, and uh, deliver it's dialogue, animating, animating, not an anime. <laughs> it's Muppets, and no, it's not, it's not <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> But That's yeah, I mean, gag. it's just it's brilliant front to back. And oh, oh, my favorite song of the whole film. I I, I would be remiss if I left out uh, uh, Gonzo's song in the desert. I'm gonna go back there. Oh man, yeah, yeah, someday. Mm-hmm. That song, I even thinking about it, my voice is about to start wavering. I will cry every time I hear that song. <laughs> I play that song on the piano. I don't even play piano. That's one of the songs I know how to play, kinda. <laughs> <On> piano. <laughs> because I, it, that is to me one of my favorite songs of all time. It's a beautiful song. And why? Why is there? There's not one thing funny about it. Not a gag there. Yeah, true. Because they understood you gotta reel it back in and you gotta yes, make it endearing. Right, right. And then you can come out exploding because the next day, boom, what happens? They're stranded in the desert. Gonzo's questioning his, all of his life choices. He said, you know, for a minute I thought I could be more than I could, but no, I'm a failure. I'm a failure, <laughs> and someday I'm just going to go back to being a happy failure, and then night followed, then boom, the next day Dr. Teeth like Mayhem show up in the bus. <laughs> hey, where are you? <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh. It's so, And then they go see Ironsides. Dr. Teeth. Uh, Perry Mason, there is the CEO of the of the, oh, that's right of yeah. the the yeah the, the film company or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they also knew, like you know, speaking of breaking like the fourth wall, like they did with like Kermit reading the script. Oh, this song! I'm gonna start crying. I will come across this table and then stop this because I will be stuck crying. Familiar. I love this song so much. Vaguely familiar, almost unreal yet. It's too soon to feel yet 
close to my soul and yet so far away. <laughs> Beautiful song. Powerful lyrics, too. If you actually listen yeah. to the lyrics, very, very powerful lyrics. Every song in this movie is like It's that, so man. good! And they're all original pieces, and yeah, I just... Yeah, most of them are written by the dude who plays the pianist at the El Slizo Cafe. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's called the El Slizo Cafe. El you can't even make that joke now! Because it's Spanglish, and it's like, it, it's crude, it, it's making right, someone right, say, well, right. you're calling Mexican people sleazy. Yeah. No, 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 that's not what it was doing! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That whole film, and then even the closing number. I'll tear up at the closing number. Yeah, sure. You know, the the lovers, the dreamers, mm. and me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is such a great film. Yeah. And and you know to for me, because I've you know, I, I haven't watched all the subsequent movies after that. I've seen um, every single one, including the made for TV abortions. Yeah. And see, I haven't. The but the, the ones the, that I have seen, it, it to me, I mean to me, it's one of those where the Muppet movie was the pinnacle. It oh, yeah. started oh, at the top. For me, that's oh, where yeah. it and all it's stops. Kinda, it kind of goes yeah. down from <laughs> the movie. It, it, the Muppets had ended at the Muppet movie, in my it opinion. It stopped I mean, at the end of the film or the beginning of the film? Because I will hurt you. No, at they the end, end of the okay. film. Okay. You were okay. born, I'll give you some. No. I'll give you some. Uh, I mean, for Muppets Take Manhattan... I love that's that a good movie, movie. and that's like also that. got good music in it. Yes. Muppet Christmas Carol, come Muppet on, Christmas okay. Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol, Carol. Yeah, you're that's right. A, that's a, a short movie, that's and that's a, good. A, yeah. No, that's, Muppet that's Treasure good. Island is okay. It is okay. It is okay. Not, it was a little too. The, the whole thing felt a little too sound stagey. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't feel very authentic. But it's it's okay. Yeah, Tim Curry's. Tim Curry. <laughs> and it, Tim and Curry's fine. all over that. Yeah, he's well, he's Long John Silver. Tim he's Curry be. is Tim Curry. So. Yeah. That's right. But uh, uh, Muppets from Space. Mm. Is a thing. Uh, I okay. have never finished that, that film. I've right, never been able to finish so it. So we, we've got to draw a line but in the sand Yeah, here, exactly. Right? We've, the Muppet we've movie. changed at where, this point. I mean, where does Jim Henson die and and it gets picked up and taken from there? I can't, because bought it in 2000. I can't remember if Jim Henson worked on Muppet Treasure Island. Or I believe no. no I believe Brian that was Hen Brian Henson. Brian Henson directed it. I, yeah. Okay. He, right. uh, Jim Henson died in 1990. Yeah. Yes. It was, yeah, pretty when early. The, Christmas Carol came out in 92, so Brian, his son, Brian, did okay. that one. Yeah. And also Treasure Island. Now, Treasure Island is when I felt start feeling the real difference with Kermit and some of the... Don't get me wrong. I love Brian Henson. I really, really do. Um, and I liked his TV show, the Brian Henson's Creature Shop Challenge. I thought that was great. I wish sci-fi would do more. But um, Donald Faison was on it. It was pretty good. Donald Faison. Oh, nice. Um, okay, guy. From Star but Wars, you, but but you yeah, have to admit, exactly. right? We have to admit that there was a marked turn because Brian Henson Jim didn't grow passed. up with vaudeville yeah. and stuff like that. So right. it the pacing of everything changed. But he'd grown up with the Muppets as his sure, dad did it, and right. his sister too, who ran the company. Sure. Um, and so there was still a familiar familiarity that I think at this point we are so far from. That I feel like everything the Muppets are doing now is just trying to reinvent it, or reinvent it from scratch. Well, I feel like Disney is, I mean, Disney is attempting to do what Disney does, and that is appeal to a certain type of audience right. um, that I don't think the Muppets originally appealed to. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about some of the subsequent 
shows. You know, yeah. I don't talk. Uh, the made-for-TV movies are all terrible. I mean, terrible, terrible. But they were cheap and churned out. Whatever, they're fine. Talk about um, the Muppets movie real quick. Yeah, well, you mean basically that Muppet movie or the movie, Muppets? The Muppets. Yeah, okay, the movie, 2011. Yeah. That movie is basically, I think, created to try to bring newer audience in. That that's the whole plot of the the movie is the Muppets. Nobody knows about them anymore. Yeah, nobody yes, cares. Right. The problem yes. is that, that was surgeons. also the plot of two TV movies that they'd already done at that point. <laughs> oh yeah. boy, yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I don't think that movie would have ever happened if Jason Segel wasn't. Why the hell hasn't this happened? I, I enjoyed that movie. I, I did too. A, it was it was, good. It was fun. Funny yeah, it was thing. all right. Not the best, but I, I enjoyed it. A I lot. thought it was really clever to create a new character that you didn't know anything about. Actually, this is what kept me off the movie at first. But the new new Muppet. Yeah, they wanted to create a new character who had a human brother, but they made him a human Muppet. <laughs> and who was Walter. obsessed with the Muppets. Yeah, Walter. And I was like, this is a dumb idea. And then the execution was actually exceptional because yeah. it allowed them to do what the Muppets do best without relying on all the crutches that they're not as good at doing anymore of the classic characters. They're just not as good at it anymore. Different actor, different voice actors, different, you know, writers, everything. And so that the magic of that was that you had Jason Siegel come in and write this thing with whoever else he wrote it with um, as a passion but yeah. then also play to the strengths of originality and then be able to use the classic stuff not as strongly so it felt more authentic because the 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 cracks of the new people that who weren't as good at it didn't show as much because you spent so much time focusing on this new character and his relation mm -hmm. to that an 80s sure. robot right. an 80s robot yes of course 80s <laughs> robot never forget 80s robot but yeah i i actually i thought that movie was really good and i thought it was cool because <clears throat> after decades of the will they won't they of Piggy and Kermit and then supposedly getting married at the end of Muppets Take Manhattan in sort of like the meta Muppet story that right. they're married they decided that you know what we're just going to say that they split up <laughs> you know what I mean rather than just beat around the bush or do it over again we're right. just going to say they split up as the as the and I thought that was really smart I mean, I don't know if I would have chosen to do that, but I thought it was really smart because it allowed them to go the same angle in a new way. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Give them a new opening. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I. So there's a new show, new Muppet show on Disney Plus. Oh, wait, we forgot about Muppets Tonight. You remember Muppets Tonight? No. That <laughs> I was, actually like that one. I did, too. That was when that was when the bear from uh, from, yeah, Foggy's, the bear. from Fozzie's hibernation cave in Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. They brought him in as a security guard. guard. <laughs> oh, nice. Him like, and Rizzo were cracking me oh, up. Oh, man. Like when he didn't believe Cindy Crawford was Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. But, yeah, he was the security guard, and he just was terrible at his job. <laughs> and so... Like, yeah, he was talking to oh I don't know some model I can't remember who, and he was too too embarrassed. So they did the whole Cyrano de Bergerac thing, but Rizzo was on the other side of the microphone like talking, <laughs> and he starts getting distracted. He's like, oh man, like some of his rat buddies walk by with some balloons. And he's like, <laughs> oh man, those are some awesome balloons. You mind if I squeeze them? 
<laughs> yeah, they were like adult prime <laughs> time. Like, dude, oh. dude the, the rats, the Rizzo and the rats are, are I mean, they, they came in uh, Muppets Take Manhattan, Muppets right? Thing, they worked at the diner. They yeah. were they kind of stole that movie a little bit. Man. Oh, oh yeah. Rizzo's my favorite. Well, they had that whole that whole uh, scatting musical number where they're working in the yeah, kitchen the di- after they yeah, get the everything kitchen, down. Yes, yes. Oh, man. They're like, you know, he's skating around on the butter yes, on the griddle. Yes, I was just going to say, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite, yes. Oh, man. That, that, is, that is great. That is, that is like, because they are showing they're taking their puppetry and, skills yeah. because these aren't puppets with hands on them. Right. You know, so they were taking it to the extreme going, look what we can do. <laughs> That's a great scene. Yeah. I love the guy who runs the diner. Peoples is peoples. <laughs> peoples is peoples. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks very much. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Muppets Tonight was really good. And it, like, if we'd had a YouTube then... I feel like Muppets Tonight clips would have been exploding on YouTube oh, yeah. the day after it aired every week. They were hilarious. They were. Oh, man. They were so good. So when but was the this? Show just... When did this take place? I don't ah, even know. Well, I'm gonna say ninety six to ninety eight. Yeah, late nineties. Yeah. Huh. It was so 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 good, and they created the. I'm pretty sure now the the producer guy, the Rastafarian dude with the dread, the red dreadlocks, purple guy with the red dreads. Mm-hmm. They create him for that show, or did he come from uh, Treasure Island? I don't remember. I think they created him for that show because they wanted to have Kermit be the top dog, but they wanted to have somebody else kind of doing the everyday running the stuff without relying on Scooter because Scooter was like the tech guy. You know what I mean? But they ran, the show was patterned directly after the Muppet show. It's just now, instead of being in a theater, they're in a studio doing like a Saturday Night Live type show. And if you think yeah. about it, look at all the shows that have been patterned after that. 30 Rock... Did the same kind of thing. And when 30 Rock was on, there was another, oh, uh, Studio 60. There have been all these shows about doing sketch comedy shows, but that's what Muppets Tonight was 10 years before these shows hit, or Mm. eight, nine years before these shows hit. And so it was really, really prime, but it just didn't find its audience. Mm-mm. It really sucked because it was it was pretty good. Yeah, they had, yeah. They had pigs in space. Deep Dish Nine. Yes, I mean, deep yes. Come on. Nine. Come they on. had pigs in space. That's pretty good. Deep Dish Nine. Follow up series. It was like a this? sequel series to the Muppet Show. <laughs> right. It was good. Bay, Bay of Pigs Watch. Yes. Like that. That's like humor that kids and like history buffs would would. Right. Love. Right. 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 <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that, that was, is good. That yeah. is, it was a really, really, really good one. Um, but yeah, so the, did we bring up Muppet Babies? Oh my oh, word! How did Muppet we Babies. not? So Muppet okay. Babies yes. got launched. Yeah. Now my understanding, and I didn't do research on this, and I, I feel bad because I totally would have had I thought of it. But I believe they added the scene to Muppets Take Manhattan where Piggy and Kermit are yep. riding through the park. Yes. And they have this uh, cutaway where she's daydreaming about, what if we'd known each other when we were babies, right? Mm-hmm. And has this whole thing where they're in a nursery together and they're all baby versions of themselves puppets. And that scene was put in to launch the CBS Saturday morning cartoon show, I believe. 84. The the show or the movie? Show. When did the movie come out? Uh, 2018 was Muppet Babies and no, oh, no, no, no. That's oh. the new one. That's the it, that's horrible. That's it. That's a horrible. That doesn't show. even exist. There's that's Muppet like a, that's Babies, a toddler show. 1984 TV. When did Muppets Take yes. Manhattan come out? Oh, that would have been 80, uh, 84. 84. 84. Yeah. 
I believe that scene was put in there to help launch the cartoon that, series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Muppets, the Muppet Babies, I believe, came on at eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday mornings yeah. on CBS. We watched it a lot. Yeah, I I too. set my I alarm did. for seven fifty five, so I had enough time to get out of bed, fling myself out of bed, get cereal, and be on the on the floor in front of the TV because when we didn't Muppet have Baby this started. Pause. Rewind. Yeah, crap. you kid, Jay, criminy. <laughs> None of that crap. Yeah, we and streaming services. We didn't have a stream. When your Kidding room me. looks kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there is one of the first impressions I ever learned to do Eight. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seasons. Eight seasons, dude. For a All cartoon, yeah, that's uh, yeah, they were. That was. I mean, good, they had Star Wars show. in the opening credits. Come on. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> Come on, and the, yeah, the show was full of pop culture references, which was not something that was that normal, you know. For again, Saturday I mean, morning right. cartoon, and show. again, that that's that whole crossover between that allows uh, allows parents to enjoy it with the kids. Exactly, you know what I mean? and that's such a rare thing. I don't know why they can't pull that off nowadays. Right, it just seems like that's that's harder to do. Yeah. It seems like family well, entertainment. Family anymore. entertainment. It does is barely a thing that exists now, because there are so much kids entertainment. Yes. family entertainment used to be important because there wasn't that much kids entertainment, so you had to have the kids watch something. So if like, well, I'm gonna if they're gonna watch something, I want to be able to watch it too. Now you just shovel them off with their tablet, and they've got more than they can right. ever consume. It's a different thing yeah, than it used to be right. so how do you even like my daughter had to twist my arm to sit down and start watching an animated film with her the other day because i know that animated films like Anime? animated like movies for kids are typically awful trash absolute trash Garbage. and i mean even like the top tier dreamworks that not pixar so much but like trolls cut my vein open and let me bleed out i can't watch that crap everything actually there are very few DreamWorks animated pictures that I can sit through. I usually despise them. But it was this weirdo, offbeat company I'd never heard of with relatively inexpensive animation. I sat down to watch it, and it was pretty good. But I was under false pretenses. She asked me if I wanted to watch Animal Crackers, and I thought we were going to watch Marx Brothers. Oh, I should have no. known. Oh, but no, no the movie is actually really endearing, and it's got like crazy, like Gandalf's in it. Like everybody's <laughs> in it. Oh, Gandalf. I yeah, mean. it's got crazy, crazy major actors in it. Uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt play the the two main or two oh, of the early mains. That's oh, my no, girlfriend. Really? Yeah, no, they play Emily, two mains. Emily Blunt's my girlfriend. Yeah. She doesn't sound British in this one, just FYI. That's all right. Doesn't yeah. need to be. Danny DeVito, Gilbert Gottfried, because not Disney. Oh, <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Blunt. She was in The Muppets, the movie. That's right. Yeah. That is true. She was? Yeah. Boy, it's yeah. been a while since she I played Miss Piggy's secretary? Yeah, something like receptionist that. Receptionist or something. Nice. Yeah. So, anyway, we have a new series. Yeah. Muppets that now. just landed Muppets Now. Uh, on, D, on the D. Plus. On the old D. Plus. Rated R. <laughs> NC-17 or not <laughs> um, their hands up butts the whole you time got, you got Muppet tentacles now yeah I I know nothing about this series I watched and, first episode okay and Garrett initial reaction I watched both I watched the <clears> second <throat> one today. I haven't watched the second one yet ah uh, well good. okay there was a <laughs> there was the Muppet show that came out a few years ago that was like an like kind of like The Office yeah, they did yep. like a lot of cutaway talking head type things. They had a what six episode season. Yeah, it's it called was, the Muppets, not to get confusing. Yeah, at all with the Muppets. But they were trying really. to capitalize on the popularity of the film, and they did a primetime series, and it had potential, but the writing was not great, 
it had a, it had a few high points. It really did. But I'm going to say that some of the newer performers of the Muppets who've been doing it for like the last 13 years or so aren't very good. And they've got some major characters who I don't think have any idea what made them work when the big, you know, when Frank Oz and Henson were doing them. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. And it suffered. It suffered bad. Also, there were some jokes in there that were kind of adult and that surprised people and they were upset about it, which I thought was lame because it was always that way. But whatever. But this new show. They've always kind of. Yeah. They've always played with fire a little bit. This new show is like, what if the Muppets are a YouTube channel or something? <laughs> oh, my. No, if they're on their own streaming service. Yeah. So everybody's got to get their shows uploaded. So instead of having sketches for a variety show or a variety TV show, they all have to get their videos Scrambling and get uploaded. Scrambling to get their vids uploaded. Yeah. Right. Like Scooter's vlog. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Scooter's the editor and he's the one trying to get it all put up. Whatever happened to Skeeter? They don't use the word vlog anymore. Dude, I'm so I'm still so mad that Skeeter has not been this acknowledged not outside so of Muppet Babies. <laughs> Did she die? She, yeah, yeah. Skeeter died dead? a horrible death. It was pancreatic oh, no. cancer. Yeah. Oh no! No, Skeeter needs to be canonized and into the Muppet Skeeter. canon proper. But uh, did Scooter eat her? No. Oh, by the way, whoa, 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 the new whoa, Muppet whoa, Babies whoa. that are on the Disney Kids shows that is just it's literally it's like a toddler show. It's pretty much like Dora the Explorer, but with the Muppet Babies, they got rid of Skeeter and brought in some penguin. Like, pretty much the penguin from that one old episode of DuckTales. They just brought in a penguin and said, hit the bricks, Skeeter, we needed a penguin because penguins are underrepresented or something. I don't know. I was oh. I was mad. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Skeeter is oh, no. getting shat on yet again. This is not okay. Not okay, guys. Not okay. All right. Your favorite Muppet character wait favorite or top three hmm. it has to be an favorite actual or top three <laughs> yeah top Fa- no, you mean no, no. you favorite. meant you meant top 15 correct favorite one <laughs> okay favorite 15 oh, man minus Dude. 14 favorite 14 oh i'm gonna have to work on that uh favorite see i knew i knew that you 42. were going to ask this of course question. i was going to ask this question i this this is my all go-to. right if i gotta pick one i got mine it is. Gonzo. I knew it. I'm glad. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to go first. Gonzo. Gon- Gonzo, man. He just. Uh, I thought yours would be Big Bird. No, that that would not that no. Snuffleupagus. No, Snuffleupagus. That's, that's different. No. That's called the Sesame Street. The born from the, the same people. Yeah, but he's yeah. a monster, not a muppet. Because <laughs> if we're including Sesame Street, I might have a different answer. <clears throat> oh, is it Oscar the Grouch? Let's save Sesame he's Street. Not, not Let's save guy. Sesame Street for another desperate yeah, grab yeah, for an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely Gonzo. Are you man. This is a desperate grab. Gonzo. I mean, he always had the crazy ideas, the stunts. Gonzo I mean, it the was, Great. Gonzo the Great. Shoot himself out of cannons. Uh, yes. I mean, it was just he was just always the be- the right. best comic. Doing, who, doing Fonzie your... style water ski jumps. Yeah. All right, who's your runner up? Oh, okay. Now you're throwing me off. Um, Donzo was great because he did all these crazy stunts, but he had depth because he was doing it to feel fit, like he fit in. Okay, he needed attention, and that's what made that's one of the things that made Gonzo great. All right, so okay, if I have to pick a runner up, I'm going to say Doctor Teeth. Man. Oh, 
Dr. Teeth. I love Dr. Teeth. In the electric mayhem. Dr. Teeth considered one of the hardest Muppets to operate because he has two human hands. That's right. Yeah. Now, I mean, they're covered, but right, right. two human hands. Someone in the middle operating the mouth, but they also have to operate his eyebrows, which are his sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses are his right, eyebrows. They go okay, up and down. Right. Oh, I love Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth, man. Head of the band. That's right. Play oh, the yeah. keyboards. That's right. Oh. Good stuff. Low love down love the band. I could, I could probably name the entire band. I mean, <laughs> as my second favorite if... Oh, yeah, dude. If I had to. Oh, man, Zoot. The entire. Yeah, Janice. Yeah. Animal. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> oh, Zoot. Zoot skipped the groove. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrick. Oh, man. Favorites probably got to be Rizzo the Rat. I love nice. Rizzo. Rizzo. The rat. Yeah. yeah. Every time he's on screen, whatever he says, I'm laughing at. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, always some like sarcastic so thing that ass. no one in the scene can hear. Semi-sexual. It's so <laughs> and he's got that New York-esque accent. Yeah. It cracks me up. Yeah, Rizzo is great. <laughs> Runner-up. Oh, man. Runner-up. Probably Animal. Love me yeah. some Animal. Yep. Yep. Animal. Yes. Hey, drums! I'll, 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 I'm going to pick it back off. Eat drums! I just one more thing hey, about you... Animal. When he was in the, the Muppets movie that I just watched, that's why it's fresh in my head. He was in the uh, anger management with Jack Black. He was like sponsor, and he's like, okay, you can't say the D word, which is drums. And, <laughs> and so Animal would get up, like, really, really upset, and then he'd be like, Animal, Animal, in control. Animal would just like he has those eyebrows that flip up and down. Yeah, he would just just the way they flip his eyebrows to look disinterested. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and control. Yeah. I'm crazy. gonna piggyback off your because animal is by far dude. My the scene at the end oh, of the yeah. Muppet movie where the giant animal because he takes the <laughs> yes. the grow pill that yes. Bunsen made. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> That's the best. Animals they favorite. used to scare yeah. me <laughs> as a child. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was about. Uh, they didn't, from in my opinion, they didn't have near enough animal on. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Animal was one of the only intentionally two two dimensional characters. Very, yeah, yeah. Yep. He, it was what was it? It was drums, food. And sex, I think that was, yeah, yeah, he'd always chase the girls. Animal yeah. was Frank Oz, right, or was it Wink Gales? It was Frank Oz, right? Mm, maybe I think so. Back, Frank but Oz. yeah, yeah, and Oz. and uh, he always said that Animal was two dimensional. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, baby, Animal, you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. That was my second one I ever did. All right. By the way, if you have not YouTubed Animal versus Dave Grohl. And the drum off, oh, you need to do awesome. yourself a favor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, oh. Me or you next? Well, I, I already kind of started because oh, Animal, that's right, animal right. is yeah. my favorite. Yes. Um, I was going to do you, but then he said Animal and I just had to. But um, I'm your my, second favorite. Am I the runner up? Then? You are the runner up. <laughs> yes. Nice. I Congrats, told, man. I have been told I am like a human Muppet. <laughs> it was my, not a compliment. But for real, my runner-up, the Swedish Chef. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Swedish Chef is uh, so good. Yeah, I, I could never understand what he's saying as a kid. I loved the human hands. The human hands yeah. were the yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter the other day tweet, I was today years old when I realized the Swedish Chef has human hands. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you noticed, I remember, I was 
like 20 and I loved the Muppets. Yeah. And I remember I first started, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's your popping corn here. 3D, oh, the corn's a popping in your face and it's 3D. He's got his own segment in that new Muppet show. So. Oh, oh, man. Maybe Good. if you just watch that part. Yes, that right. was actually probably the best part of that first episode of the yeah. new Muppets. The second, yeah. the second episode, he was doing a cooking competition against Danny Trejo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Everybody loves a Swedish chef, but less is more. Leave them yes. wanting more. You well, barely ever got I Swedish chef back in the I day. I like Animal yeah. and Swedish chef because... They, I, they I, used I them wanted sparingly. more. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the time's come. I have a second runner-up. When I was <laughs> I have lots of runner-ups. When I was a kid, my <laughs> favorite. I have a six-hour podcast. My favorite was Fozzie Bear. Yes. Yeah, Fozzie. Because Fozzie has the tenderest heart of yes. any Muppet. He is the best. Of any Muppet at all. He is all. so loyal. And also because... You got everybody loved Kermit, right? Fozzie loved Kermit with a love that was both friendly and worshiping. Like yes, Kermit had right. everything Fozzie wanted to have, like the confidence and everything like that. And 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 it kind of reflected how in my mind, like Frank Oz and Jim Henson gelled so well together that they were practically extensions of each other, the way sure. that they could play right. off of each other as those two characters. And of course, as Kermit and Piggy as well. Right. Um, I absolutely love Fozzie. I remember, was it Hardee's? There was like a Christmas where with the kids meal in the eighties, uh, you would get a stuffed Muppet, like a stuffed, uh, a stuffed animal oh, in a, like a Christmas outfit. And they were, you know, they were, they were small, but I got the Fozzie and he had a little hat and a green scarf. And like that dude got right up, w upgraded to right next to my teddy bear with me in the bed. <laughs> and I had him for years. I lost that teddy bear. Like I, and that was Kept a devastating Fozzie, thing. Though. Don't bring that up from my mom; she'll get upset. Um, <laughs> to this day, I'm 40, and but I had that Fozzie at least through college, like that, like Fozzie Bear. Plus the fact that he told bad jokes, and <laughs> I just freaking love. Just identified with him so much. Pretty much, pretty much dead on. Uh, but yeah, I I think Fozzie was my number one. And I say it that way because I do not like the current performer of Fozzie. <laughs> I don't like the way he delivers well, lines. When I talk about I the Muppets, mean, it's always, I know. it doesn't go beyond the Muppet movie. But I, but I, but <laughs> Agree. I always want to come back and love them the same I way. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. I always do. Runner-up. Uh, yeah. Uh, my runner-up, you took Swedish Chef, so I'm going to try to get creative. You know what? Screw it. Beaker. Bunsen and Damn Beaker. Damn it! Oh, Bunsen yeah. and Beaker. That was mine. It, Beaker. It, well, you can't have Beaker without Bunsen. And Bunsen was Dave Gales, and and with all of his characters are based on his like one feature of his own like character flaws blown up, right. exaggerated. So you had to have Bunsen, who was like the consummate curious nerd, who's completely <laughs> unaware of what's going on around him. But then Dr. Beaker... Bunsen, Bunsen Honeydew. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. But then poor Beaker, <laughs> whose sole job is to yeah. deal with the fallout. Yeah, it's best. <laughs> Always takes the brunt. Yeah, he explodes. Also, Beaker fire. has human hands, and it's also terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, his might be covered, but again, I, I don't remember. 
cover, but yeah, they're covered. They're covered, but but like it's terrifying. Yeah, and like with the with his yeah his little flap of a mouth. Whoever designed that puppet? Every time he gets electrocuted, his eyes would light up, and smoke would come out of his ears if he even has them. That design is is so simple yet genius because the way they cut his mouth, he always looks. Frightened. Yeah. I mean, I know that's the Jim Henson reinvented how they even design puppets. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's a sewing technique called, the, and I learned this from the Creature Shop Challenge show called the Jim Henson stitch, which you can take that felt like material and the way you sew it together, the seams disappear. And they when they started doing Muppet stuff and they started showing people, people are freaking out. They're like, "Where are the seams? The puppet has no seams." Now we're just like, "Oh, whatever." You go to the you know Christian bookstore and buy a puppet like that, right? right. But like back then, people were like. What is this witchcraft? You know what I mean? And it's because he just invented a way to sew felt together where the seams just folded together and you couldn't see them. Right. And I mean, and like the whole, the whole, oh my gosh, the creature shop, this, the, in New York, the, the monster, I don't remember what it's called, but where they design like just like the basic puppets and monsters and stuff like that. It is, every time I see any video footage from there, like, I'm trying to imagine like being a kid and seeing a commercial for Discovery Zone or something. You can go jump in the ball pit or Showbiz Pizza. Like (laughs) I get so excited. I'm like, I want to be left to my own devices in that place overnight because they have like just drawers and drawers full of eyes and noses and things that people have collected. Like this will probably make a good nose for someone someday. Check it in the nose drawer. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. All these materials and fabrics and stuff like that. I don't know how to do anything with it. The next day I'd, you know, you come back and I'd have like a sock with two bug eyes glued on, (laughs) but I would have, I would be so magical just to go through it all and just imagine what you could do with it. And those people are geniuses. And the guy who runs that is a genius. And Oh man. Yeah. The the design. All right. Of these things are just, Boggles my mind. Um, rapid fire. You're the Muppet you like the least. Oh, really? I was trying to word it in a way uh, that I like the least, or that you uh, hate. I used to hate Sam him. the Eagle, but I don't anymore. Oh, I, I love Sam. I, yeah, I like yeah, Sam. I like I like I him like quite Sam. a bit. Um, I'm still I'll trying start to... us off. Okay, Mrs. Piggy. Miss oh. Piggy. Miss oh. Piggy. Well. Hmm. I can see Nowadays, that. Yeah. Now, well, well yeah. From the beginning, it was again, always... same performer. <laughs> uh, I've always dis. actually disliked Miss Piggy. I I like Miss Piggy for for what she is, which is what how Frank Oz describes when he created her, which is you know she's all this glitz and glamour, but she's a trucker at heart. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know her her famous karate chop, her signature move was actually written as a slap, and he just decided last minute to do it because it was easier and played to the character to have her yeah and throw the chop, and now it's like her thing. Um, I'm still see. I feel bad like picking a more recent one, but I'm it's not that recent these days. I'm still trying to get used to that blue whatever he is dude that plays Piggy's assistant now, Garrick in the new one. Oh yeah, the one who talks like this and has the beady red eyes and yeah, he has a weird name like villain or yeah, crazy but... Harry. No, crazy no, Harry, crazy though. Harry plays electricity. He's all right. Crazy Harry. I was... Yeah. When I was actually when I was yeah, I I, I like crazy Harry and <laughs> who's the guy with the boomerang fish. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And they, they come back to me. Yeah, that, that guy's pretty dumb. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that I, I don't loathe him. But he came into Treasure Island, 
And again, I don't love that movie. The boomerang. And it's like, like, oh, these are the evil Muppets. And I'm like, no, Muppets shouldn't be evil. You know what I mean? So. Oh, his name's Uncle Deadly. Uncle Deadly (laughs) is probably. I'm not a huge fan of Pepe the King Prawn, but I think Uncle Deadly is probably my least favorite. He's he's growing on me slowly. This is supposed to be rapid fire. Garrick, least favorite. Man, I don't know. They're all they're all the best. All of them are the best. Uh, all of them are the best. Probably Miss Poogie <laughs> from the from the Muppets. <laughs> but they weren't Muppets. They were Muppets. No, that was the name of their band because they couldn't use the Muppets. I know because it was trademarked. But they were actually Muppets. She's like yeah. the, the whole band's hilarious because they're all like knockoffs of Muppets. Yeah, like Rolf. The Rolf knockoff is just Rolf. With uh, angry eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, I, that was my debate for my my runner-up was Rolf. God, I love Rolf the dog. I love Rolf. Plays the piano, has wise little jokes and stuff. Rolf's okay. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Well, if Mike, Mike if, you don't, if you don't go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a go, second Go, you, you, you get it. I already got it. Miss Piggy. I'm going to do a You're second runner-up for me, though. Oh, man. Last oh, second runner-up? Um, if Mike doesn't go, if I don't go, um, okay, I gotta be unpopular. Maybe Scooter. I never found Scooter that. I I feel funny, and I feel that's fair because <laughs> I don't feel like Scooter's supposed to be because Scooter's the closest thing to us. Yeah, Scooter, he's, he's the everyman. Just the chaos is going on around him, right? Yeah, yeah he's more of I an mean, everyman. Originally, he was he's meant not... to be like he was meant to be like Jimmy Olsen. You sure, know what I mean? Right. He's not terrible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't hate him or anything like that. Yeah. But if I had to pick a least favorite, he was the one that never really, you know, didn't I, do it. Yeah, I never really was laughing at Scooter jokes. Yeah, no, Scooter was <laughs> only there for setups. He was yeah. really there right. for setups. Yep. Right. But hey, you can't spike the ball if someone doesn't set it for you, Mike. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. You All know right. who the the best ones that are spiking the ball? Is uh, Stoutler and Wardoff? Yes, w- Statler and Waldorf. Yes, <laughs> Stat- Statler. What did I say? Stout. I don't even know if I could recreate what Waldorf. you said. Waldorf. Hey, Howie. <laughs> Statler. I don't I have no idea what I said. You said Stout, Stotler and Wardolf. Waldorf or yep. something. I'm sitting next to Mike. He's rubbing off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, those guys are hilarious. Statler and Waldorf are great. They are absolutely, absolutely great. But again, there you had, you had, uh, that was uh, Henson and was it Dave Gells was the other one? Jeez, uh, I don't know who did those. I'm guys. not sure, but one of them was, and the they, the way they played off each other, and that was just straight up vaudeville joke. <laughs> straight up. Oh, man. They had so many puns. It was great. It was great. Oh, gosh. And I love the fact that they needed to have both of them in the Muppet Christmas Carol, so they just they made it Jacob and Robert Marley instead of just <laughs> Jacob Marley. <laughs> Meaning one of them was Bob Marley. <laughs> That's great. They never they ne- the joke is never stated. It's it's just it's just his name was Rob. It's mentioned Marley. that his name's yeah. Robert in like That's a sentence. That's the best. That's the They're best. Like, Wait a minute. They named the other what do we name the other one? Well, Bob Marley, clearly. <laughs> of course. Richard right Hunt, Jerry Nelson, Steve Whitmer, and Jim Henson. They all voiced. Well, Jim Henson voiced Waldorf. Okay. And those other three had voiced. Yeah. Like, except for Dave. I don't know, Mike, you say that. Gels? Is it Gels? Yeah. yeah. Gels, right. He, he he's, voices them now. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 getting up there. So, but I mean, you know, I know he would never do it because he would never never want to spit on somebody's current work. But man, I'd love to see Frank Oz come back and do some of it. He uh, he would never do it in a million. No, years. he's too old now. It's not that he's too old. It's he that enjoys his retirement. It's no, that he'd he be, does. He'd be drinking out of someone else's cup yeah. at this point. You know, it's the same reason why uh, Julie Andrews didn't want a cameo in Mary Poppins right. Returns because she didn't want to step yep. all over Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's the same. He's Frank Frank Oz is he's too classy. Right. But well, God, I love it. I have to wonder if he even want to do it without. That's Henson the other. He can always lean on that. It wouldn't and, be the same without Jim, right? But right. I feel like I feel like he still did a little bit after Jim passed away, like briefly. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm not positive. Did, but, I'm not positive about. Oh, I'm sure he did. But sure yeah, do you guys do you guys remember when 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 Jim Henson passed away? Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you remember the uh, the televised uh, funeral thing, when they played the funeral on like PBS? <sighs> barely, barely. Yeah, they they did a big performance and like the performance. So there was a rule. It's kind of like Disney with the Muppets. You didn't. You never showed up on camera with the character because the character you were not the character. The character exists and you exist. It's kind of like if you're a Disney performer and you play a character, you're a friend of that character. You don't. You don't say, "Oh, I play." I, w- Pinocchio, I don't, I'm old. At Disney World, you say I'm a friend of Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of a, a rule where you didn't appear with your character. You didn't do the whole sit with your character on your lap thing. Even though there are videos of Jim Henson doing that on a couple of occasions, um, but they all came out and and sang a song together with their characters. In the oh, it is heart wrenching. That, that to, to me sounds like a bit big like. F you to Jim Henson. No, I don't. I don't know that Jim Henson <laughs> created that rule necessarily. I think it's just kind of a thing. But um, but it was one of those things where when Jim Henson passed away, it was uh, not everyone knew he was even sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was lung cancer mm. uh, that got him. But uh, yeah, it I was, remember it those was images. To I was gonna say I remember those images of him like toward the end. Yeah, and they were shocking. I mean, yeah. it was pretty. It was sad. Yeah. It was very sad. Very sad. But, I mean, the man was a genius that I don't think anybody has come along. No. I mean, there's a lot of influential puppeteers and stuff out there. And, again, there's a lot of people who sure. work for, you know, Henson Productions now that are, are very, very skilled and very good, and especially in Sesame Street, as you know, which is part of that. But no, no longer owned by. Right. The Yeah, Henson, Jim Henson. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. That's true. Um, they're affiliated, but not part of the same company anymore. But anyway, uh, I, it was, uh, yeah, I remember being like absolutely stunned by that, even at that young age, mm-hmm. just blown away yeah, that I that remember. kind of thing could sneak up and we just, what? Right. Somebody important to the things that I enjoy just can up and die. Right. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Just, it really, for me, he was probably the first artist that I really was like, kind of I really like, understood. Yeah, yeah. I was old enough to to really appreciate. The you fact knew that, that if he his, was the artist, yeah, behind all. If you all heard this. his name, you knew it was going to be something that you could probably enjoy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, everybody yeah. of our age in the eighties. I mean, when you heard Jim Henson, you're the, like, oh, the name Muppets. Henson Muppets. was Sesame as, Street was I mean, as magical Fraggle to Rock. us as right. the name Disney was to our parents when they were little. 
Yeah. And they were watching sure. TV, and right. Uncle Walt would get on and give the update on on ABC mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. That was what the name Jim Henson was to us. Like, oh, Heck, what's this dark even, crystal thing? Oh, Henson, I'm in. I mean, and then you walk away later, was, like, what had happened? I mean, maybe even a close second to like a George Lucas. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I mean, think for kids, the name Henson meant a lot more than more, the name even Lucas. more so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Star Wars probably. That name. I just remember both of those names, Lucas and Henson. I was a little bit older than you guys. So. Yeah, for me, I it mean, was Henson bit. and Spielberg. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I know. I'm back to the Stone Ages. <laughs> yeah. I know. I get it. Yeah. yeah right. But good. yeah, I I will continue to go back to every new Muppets property forever. And what I'm I I know that a couple of my favorite characters, I do not like the way they're played at all anymore, and I don't have a lot of faith in the writing and the. I feel like. That's the whole industry. The whole industry doesn't know what made them strong back yeah, in the day. I, they don't have those. The, the The entertainment industry does not foster those skills anymore. We could probably do an entire podcast on <laughs> current pop culture and, and entertainment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, get into that thing. But yeah, I just, I, it's a different time now because I, it just, is. I feel like <clears throat> the innovators, there's no... I don't, and maybe I'm sounding like an old guy, and that's fine. I accept it, but mm-hmm. I just don't feel like there's innovation today like there was, which sounds weird with all the technology we have and everything, yeah. right? But I don't feel like there's the innovation today that there was with Jim Henson, George Here's Lucas, thing. Steven Spielberg, you know, with all those masters, you know. Here's the that, magical thing, though. There is. We just can't find it. Because back in the day, if someone did something really innovative and it floated to the top, you couldn't miss it. Yeah. Nowadays, there is so much out there and so sure. many people doing so many creative things, right. you don't even know how to find it. That's you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's, yes. It's out there. It's, it's I not that there's that a lack there. of talent. It's yeah. out there, but yes, there I mean there's, there's so a, much a glut of, it. of garbage you have to wade through right. to find it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's some there's some master out there that you know that has a YouTube channel with ten thousand followers, right? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. So. All right. So you said Jim Henson died from I thought it was lung cancer. They said he, this is saying he died from pneumonia. But it might have been pneumonia related to lung cancer. Well, it was probably. This article has said, let me bring it back up. Because it. I just uh, remember he was in a very weakened state. The doctor. He was in such good health. He didn't even have a personal physician. Is what it said. So that in this was a very aggressive strain of pneumonia that is that what it was that's that's uh, what i'm reading i see and now i always heard pneumonia but i thought i had thought i had heard that it was uh, it came out later of, that it was he'd had lung cancer and for a long time and nobody knew about it but maybe i made that up completely i don't know well yeah i, I would have thought pneumonia as a result <laughs> of aggressive chemotherapy and that weakened his body and but so how about them? I could be wrong. Yeah. How about them? We might be wrong <laughs> in that. They're pretty good. Sometimes. Pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue watching new show and just be a little frustrated anytime Piggy or Fozzie are on screen. But I'm still I'm hoping they find their footing. Let me put it that way. Something they very much did not quite do with Muppets or the Muppets TV right. show. That was on a few years ago. So anyway, and who knows? Maybe, I don't know, 20 years from now, maybe it'll get reinvented and it'll have a whole new crew and it'll be like 
it was originally and just be gangbusters because oh, I think they're going to be around forever. Even that's so cute. Though even if they go on life support for a decades <laughs> at a time, it wouldn't be the first time. You know, right? But yeah, watch them YouTube music videos. They're all good. <laughs> Word, all of them. They they really they someone very smart got involved around that time. So all those are pretty dandy. In the meantime, we got to wrap this crap up, you guys, because we got stuff to do tonight. So hey. Won't you, uh, won't you go out and give the podcast a nice little review wherever you get it? That'd be nice. Uh, join us on the Discord. You can find the Discord by going to betterkind.com, where the show notes are located. That's that's our website and stuff. And click on the Discord link, and you find your way in there where we can chat it up about all this stuff and whatever. And Corey promises he's going to be on there. I, no, there, I can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can only get better. Only go up from here, guys. Only go up from here. But uh, but yeah, uh, we're we're on there, and uh, we like to hear from y'all. Make sure so. you wear your face masks mask when you yeah, get. Yeah, wear your Discord. masks are required yes. in the Discord. I don't channel. want social distance. Yeah. Be at least one channel apart. That's right. <laughs> That's how it works on Discord yeah. now. Yeah, I and uh, and yeah, you just uh, follow us on Twitter. If I catch eleven thirty eight, I guess or whatever, uh, just join Discord. Yeah. yeah, then we're on Facebook, but just join Discord. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah, don't go to Twitter. <laughs> You'll just get depressed. That's true. Twitter's, you get the news blues. Get that on that. Yeah. On. Unless we're the only channel you follow, then go ahead all day long. Yeah, our Twitter channel. <laughs> yeah, on that channel that we have. <laughs> Twitter handle? I don't know. Feed. Feed? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Avatar. God, it's so not a CB it. radio, Mike. Okay. I had to use a CB radio <laughs> when I was on that boat. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Oh, there's Mike. Nighty-night. Oh, there's Howie. Poop him if you got him. Oh, there's Garrick. Poop him in the potty. We are Jilly. Aw, cheers. Yeah, we we're coming back in for gas. I literally picked up CB. I'm like, this is Viking 11. We're coming in for uh, for gas up. Over. And the guy goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>